Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. They used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. They used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. What up, what up? We back. We are counting down the end of the year. Can can we give everybody a round of applause? Absolutely. Not, not just us, everybody listening, everybody yeah. who isn't listening. If you made it through 2022. God bless you. God bless you. This shit stunk. <laughs> God bless you, man. This shit stunk. My goodness. Hey, tell uh, your mama I asked about it. Yeah, <laughs> like, a- what are a- eggs are like, $9. Um, Bread is $5. Oh, yo. Wonder. Yo. <laughs> It, it, you know, it's, chicken it's wings are like here. non-existent in the supermarkets. Yeah. yeah, I had to go to the meat market the other day to get them joints. Oh, oh damn, you at the butcher shop? I bought the wing wings for six dollars. I went to the joint the other day, and, I, and uh, at the farmers market, I'm like, yo, um, they had wings. I'm like, oh shit, it's up, <laughs> yo. Let me get four pounds of wings. She gave me the bag. I said, yo, I lift weights. This is not four <laughs> pounds of fucking wings. Four pounds of wings give you no bullshit. Like nine wings. Because they literally expensive as shit, right? Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. It's rough out there. Yeah, man. So anybody that made it through 2022, man, salute yourself, man. You know, give yourself a round of applause. Do some jumping jacks, a couple push-ups or something. something. Drink, a, drink a shot of cone, some of that cognac and, uh, you know, vibe with us, man. We are here. This is the sixth annual TRP Awards. We do this thing every year. Oh, yeah. Where we wrap up the year. We give people the credit they deserve for being absolute jerks. We also give people the credit they deserve for being excellent, having sustained excellence, or sustained nonsense. It just depends on what type of vibe you was on. Mm-hmm. We got some new categories this year. We got some old favorites that you love. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got, uh, you know, we got some rap stuff. We got some cultural stuff. Uh, and we got some, some nigger nonsense. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's what we do here. Uh, it's the award show. I got my jewelry and my tutelary out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I'm tra- here trying to look good for the people. I got a haircut. You know what I mean? Two weeks in a row, got a haircut. I didn't bring any jewelry, but I did bring the jewelry. <laughs> right. I had the tool wheel, man. You know what I'm uh, saying? Like, yeah, I mean, uh, I had to cut the hair down a little bit. It was getting too. You know what I'm saying? Was uh, was getting up there. You know, to all the young bitches, I'm 33. I got to maintain my mystique. Yeah. Can't be out here looking 41 when I'm 39. Yeah, I've given that up a long time ago. <laughs> I remember a couple years ago, young John. I wasn't even on some cracking on shit. I was just yeah. like, what's up, little mom? She was like, how you doing, sir? I'm like, damn. <laughs> sir. Good Lord. <laughs> like, I'm the vice president. You ain't going to pretend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't even going to pretend you're going to hit this head. All right. All cool. Right. All right. Say no more. <laughs> you ain't even going to pretend you're going to hit this head. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, say no more. That's uh, you funny got as shit. It. How do you feel about the TRPE year? Uh, I think we had a good year. Uh, we went up. We're up like 25% year over year as far as like uh, streams, downloads, whatever you want to categorize that as. As far as the audio piece, uh, video, we are leaps and bounds ahead of the, where, where the we hell were. we were at the beginning, of the, uh, at the end of last year, beginning of this yeah, we're year. We're literally going viral and shit now. Yeah, we, we, we are breaking barriers. Um, I figured out YouTube shorts. You know what I'm saying? Give me a round of applause. Figured that out. 
Uh-huh. Me and Dan gave up. <laughs> Figured out YouTube shorts. We've been slowly breaking bears. We cracked 500. They was limited us at 500. Then we cracked 1,000. They was limited us at 1,000. And we cracked 1,500. Now we got one with Chris Gotti that's going up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we're TikTok sensations. Yeah. Uh, you know, things are great, man. So I'm, I'm happy on the trajectory that we on. Uh, anybody out there that has money with the company that would like to give it to us, we'll take it. You know what I'm saying? Like we around. Yeah, we around. Yeah, don't we let around. that, don't let our upward trajectory fool you into thinking we don't want your money. Yeah. We want it. We need it. Yeah. Uh, need it more than the one. <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, uh, Joe yes. Budden had a very nice rose gold Patek on the other day. Uh, I think it was like, uh, Maybe like a fifty nine twenty or whatever, the one with the leather band or whatever. You have ruined me with the fifty nine eighty. I need. It's I, disgusting. I have to get a fifty nine eighty. Yeah, that's the watch. I was like, oh shit. Like I have to get one of yeah. those. Yeah, that shit is gorgeous, man. Yeah, fifty nine eighty is is tough to beat. Yeah, dollar for dollar is tough to yeah. beat. I saved the hashtag fifty nine eighty on my yeah. Instagram. I'm following it. Yeah, yeah I'm following this shit like. Damn, another one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all just keep making these. Yeah, All right, niggas, niggas got these. All right, bet. Say no more. It was wild because we we had people. We, this is our award show, so, you know, like we just said, we had categories. And people were hitting me like, yo, it's a category or two, y'all. I think y'all should have thrown in there. One that, shout out to my man Chris, he threw out there was like, watch of the year. And I'm like, hmm. Wasn't too many released watches, though, that went crazy. Uh, the Probably the two that stood out was the Sprite. The Sprite, the left-handed GMT, mm-hmm. uh, the reintroduction of the Vacheron 222, um, and what else? Oh, there was a uh, a green 5980 Patek limited edition that got released, the olive green dial, stainless steel with the olive green dial. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Lionel Messi, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah, um, I saw that. And there might have been one or two more. But, um, you know, I'm poor right now. I'm not buying watches. So yeah. I didn't want to depress myself with some shit like, with some shit like that. So, uh, but, yeah, I think it was, uh, yeah, the, with the with the uh, olive green doll or whatever, the, uh, the Patek or whatever case may be. I'm, like, obsessed with Pateks right now, yo. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's the John Joe Button had on. That John. I don't know if it was the green not, but yeah, he had because uh, I couldn't get up close enough. But that might have been the Jones. <laughs> I couldn't get up. Close I was coming. Yeah. <laughs> screenshot. Pause. Screenshot. You were talking about this on oh, no, that's fifty seven eleven. I think they discontinued the fifty seven eleven this year. Did they? Yeah. The thing with the fifty seven eleven, you know, it's a forty millimeter. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Not crazy about the 5711. The 5980, though, that's, man, that's a good watch. You know, all I need is a quarter mil. Like, a light quarter. Yeah, light quarter. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it might have been the 5711. Yeah, it's definitely the 5711. Yeah, year production 2021, 2022. Yeah, it's 5711. Yeah, it's a 5711. So, yeah, they were pretty nice. Um, uh, Oh, uh, the Tiffany Patek, was that this year or last year? That was like. Actually, okay. Year before, yeah. All right, well, yeah. That that was like they're starting to pop up like a motherfucker. Yeah. Tommy Hilfiger had one on the other day. Like they're just they're starting to pop up. It's like you can't really buy it if you're not mm-hmm. buying it from Sotheby's or one of these private auctions. You can't really buy it. It's kind of like Bernard is like, oh shit, what's up? We got like four of these just came off the line or whatever yeah. the case may be. You want you want this or whatever? But you know Bernard Arno shitted on everybody and popped up with a Tiffany fifty seven twelve. Yeah. And it's just like ah. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> what are we doing here? Like, like so you're going to render my shit just worthless, basically. Okay, yeah. cool. Good looking. We also had somebody reach out. was like, uh, y'all forgot hookah flavor of the year. I'm like, you're ghetto as shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's Love 66. It's Love 66. <laughs> I ain't going to hold you. You know what's become my go-to combination? Magic Love and Lucid Dream. Okay. I mix those. Two. That's the one we smoke on something. <laughs> yeah. I mix that shit a lot. That's pretty decent. Yeah, that's a good blend, too. But I think Love 66 had the culture and the chill culture. It's, it's my belief that Love 66 and Magic Love are the same thing. It is. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Different yeah. manufacturers. Yeah, two manufacturers. Yeah. We're going to get into the hookah shit later when we talk about big tobacco. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I don't know. You got anything? Oh, our live show. Let's do that. Yeah. Live <clears> show, <throat> Sunday, January 22nd. We a month away. We are a month away. Less than a month. Yeah, we are four weeks away. Um, 27 days. Yeah, 27 days. Um, if y'all don't have tickets yet, get your tickets. TRP6.eventbrite.com. We had some traction, moving some tickets this weekend. Uh, we got some more marketing campaign stuff starting today. I had to let y'all get Christmas out of the way. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I ain't paying attention to nothing except no. Christmas. Uh, so shout out to everybody that already bought tickets, all 250, 70, or whatever the fuck it is of you that already have tickets. We appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. We love y'all. Um, the the your your VI, if you have VIP tickets, your merch is already in. I have it already. You ain't gotta wait and have me come creeping up to your house like a cat burglar dropping it off. Another the one. The, of the people night. who are reaching out that want to buy VIP and reserve tickets, even hashtag though they're all, eat shit, even though they're all sold out. <laughs> if you want to buy tickets or get an extra ticket or do some boss play of shit. That's cool. The big, like, remember Jerry Seinfeld was like, yo, I have a reservation. And she was like, oh, okay, uh, we don't have any mid-sized cars. He was like, how? I made a reservation. Do you have the reservation? She said, yes, we have the reservation, but we don't have the car. He was like, well, that's the biggest part of the reservation is the holding of the, <laughs> the reservation. reservation. Yeah. Anybody can just take it. <laughs> but you got to hold the reservation. It's like for you to reach out and be like, yo, man, I need five of them VIPs. Okay, cool. I'm going to holler at you later. <laughs> that's not how it works. Yeah, it's not. This, this is not a thing. No. Get you a payday loan. Yeah. Get you a credit card advance. <laughs> take your, take your, <laughs> the title to the Explorer <laughs> down to Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> Come back with the cash. Y'all need to, y'all can learn a thing or two. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. Two from the young girls. Apparently, the young girls are finessing like it's no, like no other. Oh. We talked about it on Patreon. Oh. When they need to get their hair done, if it's two hundred, they tell niggas it's four hundred, and they hit eleven niggas up. You know what I'm saying? Y'all need to get more resourceful and more uh, at better at crowdfunding like the young girls do. Niggas said they the got chick, it figured out. Niggas said the chick say, "Yo, can you pay my pico bill?" Uh, Christmas. Yeah. And he was like, all right, how much is it? She said 437. He said, I called Pico. They told me shit was $89. <laughs> so I did like any any boss play would do. I paid it. Yeah, I paid it on the spot. You know what I'm saying? Join them lights, baby. <laughs> Silly as shit. If your electric bill is $490, are you having a rave at your house every month? Electric is hot, man. Like, Remember a couple years ago when they quote unquote deregulated electric? Yeah. And it's like, you could, yo, well, technically, Pico was a service, but you could get your kilowatt hours from anybody. Yeah. You could get it from a black conservative energy consortium group out of uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. And it's just like, well, what is the benefit to this? I don't really we know, don't really but I'm, know. I'm, but I'm you selling. You can pick your provider. <laughs> you can pick yeah, your provider. Yeah. Yeah. They had a monopoly for far too long. Yeah, that shit is like health insurance. When you sign on the job, you go whatever you want. You can get a GMO, PPO. Yeah. <laughs> you go whatever you want, baby. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that shit is real. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, pull up to the show, man. TRPE6.eventbrite.com. It should be fun. We got we'll have merch for sale. Uh, sponsored by Hennessy. Sponsored by 14th and Market. Thank y'all. Yeah, man. We appreciate y'all, man. Uh, they're integrated in everything that we do, man. All our videos, they're, you know, they're like the black hand of TRPE. You don't know that they're there, but they're there. What do you want for TRPE in 2023? $55 million. Okay, cool. I was going to say 75. <laughs> no, we in the fall. 55 so, million. So 65 million. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched the best man uh, final chapter this uh, weekend. I'm they were watch. on a beautiful yacht, and I was I'm like. I'm going to watch it tonight. I'm dreading it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Uh, the first two Don't episodes. Don't tell me nothing. The first two episodes was excellent, and then wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. It's a show? It's a series. It's eight episodes. Oh, I'm not watching it tonight. <laughs> I thought it was a movie. No, it's eight. Same thing I thought. And then I clicked on it, and it was like episode one, season one, episode one. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, oh, it's no. an allegory going back to where they left off up until modern day. Actually, till 2024. It was basically like a 10-year span covered in eight episodes. So it's not going back and forth. It starts... 2024 goes back to like 2017, whenever Best Man Holiday was, okay. and then it moves forward from there with Harper narrating the story. So it's sort of like how they forward. did uh, the Bulls documentary, Last Dance. Exactly. Where it went back and forth and mm -hmm. shit. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's interesting. Very well done. Malcolm Lee is an excellent, you know, <clears throat> producer, director, everything like that. Hmm. Uh there's some moments in there that are absolutely fucking hilarious. I thought it was very, very good. Minus one little undertone that kind of permeated the final four episodes, whatever. Watch it. Tell me if you catch it. I kind of, by the way you're saying that, it sounds... <laughs> it's an undertone. Y-A-G backwards. Yeah. yeah I can feel right, it right there. <laughs> one of those Jag moments. Yeah. G-H-E-I-G-H. Yeah. -E very, very, just right there. It's just like, we didn't need this. It's crazy how that really is just in it's there. It's a thing. Yeah, it's just in there. Yeah. yeah it's a thing. Yeah, we're going to get it in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know you love this for yeah. everything but this. Movie about the Hells Angels versus Pegasus. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes something. You know the leader was, yeah. was, was YG. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was, you know what? Yeah, you know that. Why else did he have all this aggression? He couldn't yeah. get it out. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, but uh, it was it was pretty good. I give it like a like an eight and a half out of ten. Okay. It was it was solid. It was it was solid. They gave what needed to be gave. Uh, Morris Chestnut got a lot of lot of vagine in his journal. You know what I'm saying? A lot of what? Vagine. What the hell is that? Vagina. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> vagine. I missed that. Yeah, he he was he was he was a. Uh, you know, it's like when you lose your wife and you're trying to, and you grieve and trying to get over it, just sleep with mad random hookers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Be a man. Yeah, yeah, be a man. <laughs> <laughs> heartbroken, heartbroken from losing the love of your life. Have unprotected sex with hookers. Uh, be a man. How was your Christmas? Uh, Christmas was cool. I yeah. went to my mom's house. Uh, all my family's over there. My, my, you know, my grandmother, uh, my aunt, um, you know, my, you know, my, Stepdad, his uh, his mom was there. Everything was cool. It was very very dope. My sister came up from DC. Okay, okay. Um, so I spent some time with my family there yesterday. Bounced out of there, went to my grandmother's house, which was like uh, at my dad's mom. Okay. Um, spent some impromptu time over there with them or whatever the case may be. Got some food. Uh, my mom gave me a duffel bag full of food to come home with, and I was oh. there talking to Dan earlier. I'm like, he should have just called me. I would have brought him some food. I had I had so much food. You should have brought I told him that. Man, I thought that made. Like, no, I got your location. Yeah. Yeah. I started inviting myself. Yeah. You could have came. Dan told me like, you know, I got Chad mom location. Yeah, everybody, listen. 
I went, I went to my, uh, so I go to my mom's crib. She's just packing up stuff because they, they was already winding down. It was like five something or whatever. So they was already starting to wind down. They was there at one o'clock. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they was already winding down. I never down. understand why on the holidays we got to eat dinner at 345. Yeah, it I will never sense. understand that. So she know I eat dinner late or whatever. So she just packed all my stuff up, whatever, whatever. I left there with a duffel bag full of food. Mm. Go to my grandmother's house. I eat there or whatever. She made, uh, my dad made like chicken wings, brought that over, lamb chops, uh, cabbage, mac and cheese, broccoli. All bunch the nigga of, yeah, 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 yeah. All the different stuff, whatever. And Dan's complaining about how he was starving. I'm like, nigga, there's food everywhere. Yeah. Like, like it was, it was, they had two different pans of chicken wings. Yeah. Like I was when I was at the meat market the other day, they had ribeyes, bone in, nine dollar Jones, big ass. Yeah, I made yeah. a couple of them Jones. I made them Jones. Oh, hell yeah, Jones phenomenal. Say, so what time the market opened back up, man? I got to go back over there. Like, yeah, real shit. Meat market had it popping. Yeah, so there. I ate at my grandma's house. I pack up, leave there, come home. I open up the food that my mom gave me. It's cheesecake, bread pudding, cookies, brownies. Yeah. Then I get to the food container. It's mac and cheese, uh, cabbage, and string beans in this joint, prime rib, wild rice, and chicken over there. I'm just like, this is too much food. I had Lee make regular mac and cheese the other day. Like, just regular yeah. mac and cheese with cheddar, sharp cheddar, <laughs> yeah. mild cheddar. No truffles. None of that shit. <laughs> and everybody was miserable except for me. I was <laughs> loving that shit. <laughs> You know, niggas are ruined, Mac. They, yeah. they, they don't know how to eat regular Mac and cheese. Like, ain't no crab legs in here? Yo. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 lots of claw hanging out the... Nah, none of that shit. Regular Mac and cheese. That shit was excellent. Everybody was miserable except me. You were here about my Christmas yesterday. I had two bets yesterday, right? And I explained one to y'all. I'm going to talk about it here. I had the over, first half over for the Celtics and the Bucks. The first half over was 123 and a half, right? 123.5. The score was 62 to 61. What is that? That's 123 points. points. Yep. Jalen Brown gets fouled shooting a three with the time expiring in the first half. It's in the bag, man. He's going to the foul line. It's, it's 123 bag. points. He has three shots. All I need is one yeah, point. He shoots like 74% from 80% the line. 80% oh, from shit. the line. Yeah, he, he upped his percentage. Then. He missed the first free throw. <laughs> I'm like, all right, whatever. He missed the second free throw. I'm sitting there like, ain't no way. That nigga missed the third free throw. Yeah, it's like, your young bitch must be pregnant. <laughs> like, you must be, like, you must be going through something. Because why would you do this? Like, what the fuck, dog? Yeah, that yeah. nigga missed f- three free throws. That's disgusting. And I'm sitting on 123 points. One damn point. I hit the over. They're free, bro. They're free, fam. Hit them Jones. Missed it. Whatever. Later on that night, I had the over in the Grizzlies and uh, Warriors game. I had the over at 233 for the whole game. 233 flat, no point five. 233 flat. They had 227 points. I wasn't even looking at the game because we was watching this documentary. I wasn't even looking at the game. I looked back. They had 227 points with two minutes and 55 seconds left. They had 227. The over's 233. Seven points. Six to just eat, to just oh, push. Okay, just to push. Seven to win. It's three minutes left. Yeah. This is easy. Bro, when I came back and seen Clay Thompson shooting the technical with nine seconds left, I'm like, and I'm looking at the score, I'm like, they got 232 points. Shoots the technical, makes it 232. Inbound the ball and dribble it out. I'm like, 
What the fuck happened? Yeah. I go and look at the play-by-play. <clears throat> two minutes and 52 seconds left. John Morant misses three-pointer. John Morant misses layup. DiVincenzo misses three-pointer. Klay Thompson misses three-pointer. Klay Thompson. They went 0 for 8, both teams, in the last two and a half minutes. Terrible. John missed a layup. I'm like, if any shot goes in, I hit this. <laughs> I said, you know what? You're the one of the best finishers in the game. I said, you know what? I'm done for that. <laughs> that 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 is how ridiculous yesterday was. Yeah, Two bets that literally just didn't happen for whatever the fuck reason. I can't. That foul shot shit was unbelievable. That's disgusting. That was just like the weirdest That's thing. That's an I've awful ever. way to lose a bet. Bruh. Bruh. You talking about, did you, somebody the other day had Grayson Allen to score first. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In the game, and you know the first basket, Jones, pay crazy. Yeah. Grayson Allen got a driving layup, missed it. They get the rebound going the other way, but then the Bucks get a steal. They come back, they kick it to Grayson Allen in the corner, wide open three, he misses that. The ball's screaming like, what the fuck? They start in transition again. Bucks get another steal. Kick it to Grayson Allen again for a mid-range jumper. Misses that. That nigga went 0 for 3. Get your bum ass To start the game when a nigga had him to score Get first. out. Never on earth do the nigga you take to score first. Get three get cracks. Get three cracks at it. <laughs> <laughs> and miss all of them. Like, dog. Shit was crazy yesterday. But whatever. I, I did make it out because I did end up taking the, uh, the Nuggets and the Suns over. Yeah. And they went to overtime. And they scored 30 points damn near in the overtime. Gotcha. Should be crazy, man. It'd be nuts. But none like, of- I'd be ready to get back in the betting world. I'm ready to hit you and Rod. Like, yo, start sending me the picks. I can't deal with that shit. Like, it's uh, <laughs> hard. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what's so crazy. What it is is the fact that it's so funny that we got on this because, back, and I, I've explained to the people, back in the day was not like it is now. Them niggas just weren't talented. I watched that Last Dance documentary a yeah. couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. And when you really look at, like, those teams that Jordan, Barkley, Clyde Drexler had, when they wasn't there, them teams were like. Yeah, it was Nim. It was Nim. <laughs> like, even when Jordan then won 72 and 10, it was Will Perdue, Judd Bushler, Randy Brown. Like, these were not, like, stud players. Yeah, no. These they niggas were utility they, they guys. They wouldn't crack nobody's rotation. They were utility guys. The thing is, now, if you're in the NBA, you are a supreme talent. If you're in the NFL, you are a supreme yeah, talent. You was born and bred to do this shit from 11 years old. So that's why people don't understand. Like, people are like, damn, the Warriors sit Steph Curry. They sit Draymond Green. How the fuck did they got 130 points? It's because everybody on that bench can score 35 <laughs> exactly. if need be. That shit real. Yeah. We, think about it. The Nets sat everybody a couple weeks ago. They sat KD, Ben, Kyrie. The Nets went out and scored 132 points. Patty Mills had 20 yeah. fucking uh, Royce Royal. Like, you know he's the best player in all shirt. Like, <laughs> like, these motherfuckers can score. So it, you you really, there is no, oh, I got an advantage because they sit and they got tonight. It mm-hmm. just, it's not like that. It's just a whole different sports arena. But that's neither here nor there. Let's get into the rundown. Let's for get, show, let's get some hand claps. Let's get into it, man. Uh, Six AO TRP awards. Do you want to start on a high? Do you want to I want to start on a low. Okay. I want to start on the low. I got. I know right where I'm going. How low are we going? We going to the bottom of the totem pole. A nigga just went to jail. Okay. SMH moment oh. of the year. Oh, you starting with the okay? We, <laughs> yeah, we going we, we, we gonna we gonna get right to we right with the shits. Okay. Uh, the nominees for the SMH moment of the year are people that encapsulated the worst, most egregious, and just downright confusing moments of the year. Uh huh. Um, they include 
uh, an Oscar winner that slapped the nigga so hard he fucked his own career up. Mm-hmm. Uh, just rappers in general getting murdered. Tom Brady falling off a cliff. Uh, a nigga that shoots rockets in the in the in the air and and lands lands them better than NASA buying a fucking uh, bird app. None of this shit makes sense. Here we are. We're here to talk about it. SMH moment of the year. Your nominees are Tory Lanez and Meg. I added in parentheses all the lying and Tory Lanez awful attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, Russia versus the Ukraine. Black Panther 2. Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Will Smith slapped Chris Rock so hard he had to go do a slave movie. It's awful, by the way. It's pretty bad. Nah, I'm not watching it. <laughs> Amber Heard. Uh, the bed shitter. Yeah. Rapper murders. Rest in peace, PNB Rock. Rest in peace, Takeoff. Rest in peace, a lot of cash dusto. Uh, Tom Brady falling off a cliff, and then Elon Musk, the South African assassin, uh, the baby, the baby uh, shooter. He shoots babies and random women and doesn't take care of them. Uh, buying the bird app, buying Twitter. Yeah. We need to do some analysis. The one, there were two on this that stood out to me as just like. Like when you when you when you see it or watched it or was privy to it, you definitely was like, "That's what you did." Yeah, you shook your head. Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just yeah, like it's it's uh, it, it it was like, cause remember we thought it was fake. Yeah, we thought it was like a bit. Mm-hmm. And then you realize like, oh no, this is some weird shit yeah. going on. Like Will's banned from the academy for a decade. Will's band. Was it worth it? I don't know. And when it initially happened, you know, we had a lot of general understanding for the situation and just like, yo, there we all have been or on the verge of being Will Smith in various situations for a number of different reasons. Mm-hmm. Being a black man in America will push you to places you had no idea you intended on going. I didn't want to slap nobody. It, it will change your character arc. Yeah. It'll it'll turn you into the fucking villain. My sister hit me the other day. Was like she almost had to turn a Walmart upside down the other day, and all she was doing was go pick her groceries. Yeah, just regular and just, stuff, you know. Just some shit went left, and it's just <laughs> like, yo. What if I flip this <laughs> Like, that's how it gets. It's the big blood, it's homie. The big blood you talking to back here. Real shit, man. The Will Smith John is definitely like a standout moment. The other one for me is definitely Tory and Meg. Yes. The Tory Lanes and Meg conundrum that started in 2020 and literally culminated Friday. It's Monday, culminated Friday. Right. Um, has so many ups, downs, arounds, and twists and turns to it that from a legal perspective, the jury had to disregard everything that went on in the courtroom for nine fucking days. Right. They just basically had to say, y'all some freak nasties. Y'all yeah. all fucking each other. Y'all all lying. Yeah. Y'all bitches beat each other up. Y'all never going to admit it. We going to dismiss everything y'all said and just focus on what you originally told the cops. I, I, my homie the other day was like, I'd have loved to see the jury foreman get up and say, and why did judge y'all niggas? Because <laughs> like, that's what it was given. Yes. Was like y'all, all of y'all are fucking insane. Y'all are all freaks. Y'all all having sex with each other. Meg apparently is a habitual uh, backdoorer. Which, hey, man, I'm available. You know what I'm saying? Feel free to, yeah. to backdoor my girl to get to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Feel free. 
Uh, but with that being said, even with that on her resume, even with her establishing herself as a liar, she still deserves sympathy and she still deserves justice for what happened. Because at the end of the day, the only two things that we know for sure is Meg got shot and y'all niggas is lying. Mm -hmm. Everything else is up to interpretation because everybody that came in that courtroom said some totally different shit than what they said originally. Whether it been on IG Live, to the police, to the DA, whatever the case may be, all these motherfuckers is lying. So we got to strike all of this shit and just be like, I, what, what do we think? Happened? One of my homegirls was like, yeah, so what do you think about the, the, the like, what do you, do you feel like Tori did it? And I'm like, I honestly don't know. So then when the, the conviction happened, she hit me, was like, yeah, what you got to say now? I'm like, still, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you, like a guilty verdict doesn't change. OJ got found not guilty. Here's the that thing. doesn't change my opinion on that. For but. those of you that have been paying attention to the to the nigger net over this weekend, the guilty verdict didn't change anybody's mind. No. If anything, niggas feel stronger yeah. than they did before about it because now they feel like he got railroaded because everybody put their jailhouse lawyer cap on and felt like. They had some level of understanding that nobody else had. And, and as if the situation wasn't weird enough, Tory Dad came outside of the courtroom. Bruh. And his rant was like, I felt the passion and the energy, but it was like, where is this going? Nowhere. Because it like shivers like, and Jay-Z, you thought you had Nas would take over. It was like, <laughs> it, was, it got that weird. <laughs> like, Just because you stabbed her and got away with it. <laughs> 20-some-odd years ago. Does not mean you could railroad my son. Apparently, Bobby Schmurter called out Rock Nation. Yeah. I'm just like, this is just, it's too much. But here's the thing. This is how burnt out Bobby Schmurter was. He just fought with Epic for two years to get off the label to try to sign with Rock Nation. Like, what is going on yeah, here? It, it was, a, you know what? Tori and Meg, Mike. No, they got it by landslide. Tom Brady deserves some consideration because... Tom Brady, you, when you talk about shaking my head, you're, you're ranked as the GOAT. Yeah. You left Bill Belichick and went to the Buccaneers and you won a Super Bowl. Some shit you, like that, that's the Shaq and Kobe, like Kobe, I got one more than Shaq mm -hmm. type, John. Like, it was that. You married Giselle, who is a supermodel and is filthy fucking rich. Yeah. And you're Tom Brady, who's got all the success, all the shit. And in one year, you're now... <laughs> On a losing situation where y'all yeah. look disjointed and might not make the playoffs. Did you see what he said <laughs> last week? Mm. He was like, I lost my family to lose the fucking Brock Brockenmeyer. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, you done got divorced now. Giselle's out. You lost all that yeah, she money. she out with the trainer. You lost all that money with, yoga the, with, the, uh, with the FTX crypto shit. I'm just like, Tom Brady really is. That's a. You going to play football until he's 67 like, years all old. All you had to do was just go sit down. <laughs> like, that's really. A it just, was right there for you. Like, what the fuck, man? But yeah, if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Tori and Meg, I think by by landslide, man. Can give it up for Tori and Meg. I think. I think <laughs> maybe. <laughs> If that's what you want to do, you know what I'm saying? Somebody hit me was like, why isn't Britney Griner on that list? I'm like, because I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I stay out of that. <laughs> too much political. It's, it's too much politicalness. If anything, the shake of my head wouldn't be on the foreign government. Or the, <laughs> no, they were the, just doing their job. The shake of my head would be on y'all for the way y'all flipped on her coming out. 
for the ball. You yeah. Know, like, that would be the shake of my head moment. Like, y'all wanted her out, then she got out. Was like, I can't believe they got her out and traded that criminal for her. <laughs> I, that would be a shake of my head, jump. But no, Tori and Meg are, that's definitely, that might be shaking my head moment of, like, the 20. 20s. Yeah, for sure. Because in in, in it, it it's a it's a SMH moment that keeps giving because like I said, nobody feels any different now than they did on Friday. I don't really see anybody that was like a staunch Tory supporter, like, oh man, you know what I mean, you know, it's unfortunate, but you know, justice was served. Nobody's level headed like that. Academics is like the only one where he's like, yo, I accept the verdict. Like I was on the other side, I thought this was going a different way, I was wrong. I accept the verdict. And then people is getting on the Discord. It's like, man, that bitch lying. Man, that nigga ain't shooting nobody. This is bullshit. Kev hit me the other day at like 3 in the morning. Like, you, you see I was right. I'm like, man, shut your ass. <laughs> I rolled over. See, I said, shut your ass up. And rolled the they fuck said, you see over. the time stamp. Yeah. Like, You're a good attorney. Of course you Yeah, of course you fucking see it. You work in the fucking system, you bitch. <laughs> You're both sides. Yeah. <laughs> fuck wrong with you. But yeah, no, that's definitely the shake in my head moment of the year. Tori and Meg is just, I don't even, like, I, I don't even know. What happens going forward? Well, right now, um, he's locked up. He, he ate, uh, you know, California penal system food for, for Christmas. Uh, Miss Krim is going to miss New Year's. I'm pretty sure he's going to have to retool and get a new legal team, and he's probably going to put in an appeal based upon an effective legal counsel. The problem is he just paid this lawyer Upwards of a million dollars. So you just paid a mil for a bad lawyer. Bad That's crazy. Horrible lawyer. Now you're going to have to turn around and probably spend another three and a half million on the new lawyer on the appeal and a jury specialist and a DNA, a, a better DNA expert. And, uh, you know, all of this different, a private investigator and like all of this stuff that you just didn't do because you didn't take it serious. And when your life is on the line, 22 years, your professional career and deportation, it's just kind of like, bro, you should have took this way more serious. You're supposed to break the bank around this situation because you already lost 10, 20 million with losing quarantine radio. You already lost a 10 plus million dollar record deal that you were supposed to be signing um, that, that went out the window, whatever the case may be. Not to mention all the other endorsements and this and this being shadow being your music fucking not having the same traction that it had. Da, 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 despite you making the best music of your life throughout this whole period, you made two of the best fucking albums I ever heard in my life. During this shit, the fucking uh, the the Daystar album and um and Playboy, mm-hmm. amazing fucking work, but nobody heard the shit. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, it's just like yo, you gotta be prepared to break the bank going forward to try to appeal this, um and get a, and get this shit overturned, which I think is very possible. There's a lot of holes in this case, but with that being said, it's like is he or whoever is financially backing him willing to you know go the extra mile to get this mm-hmm. get the Canadian Canadian crippler out of jail? I don't know. I just shook my head. Yeah, hey, throw yeah. some prayers to everybody. Yeah, definitely is shaking my head. This is a worst case scenario for everybody. But, you know, I think one thing that uh, probably is up for play is the fact that these creative sentencing that uh, Fawny Willis is doing in Atlanta right now kind of opens the door for other DAs to be like, I mean, I'll give you 15 years suspended sentence to take your ass to Canada. You know what I'm saying? He may end up not doing no substantial jail time. Who knows? But um, I know California is more rigorous on gun prosecutions when a gun goes off than uh, than Georgia is. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Thoughts and prayers with everybody. Yeah, definitely. Uh, 
Can we go to a high? Sure. Let's go to a high, man. Uh, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? Best thing on TV. I like that. The best thing on television this year. Um, a lot of stuff. A lot of things went on. Um, have you noticed that it's it's all become like streaming apps and everything? Like, yes, for sure. It's not too much on re- like network television. I don't know why I pay for cable. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I, I like the last three nights I've like fought with myself. Like you paying for this Comcast, you gonna watch something on Comcast on demand. Uh, I'm here to tell you, there's nothing there. It's literally, it's nothing. literally nothing there. No. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, Cause the only thing I'm watching through Comcast is a- is Gangs of London on AMC Plus. Uh, I can watch that. I can buy AMC Plus through any streaming service. Right, right, right. Uh, so yeah, so it's like everything is streaming based. Netflix actually has their first live mm-hmm. event coming up with Chris Rock March fourth. They're doing their first live global streaming. You see event. Netflix built a fucking campus. Yeah, New Jersey. Yeah, for like uh, content creation. All we need to get over there. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's right camp up out. the street. Yeah, yeah. real shit. Uh, these are the nominees for best thing on television this year. You had BMF through the Stars Network. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's coming back. Is it coming? It's coming back January sixth. That's what yeah. I saw. Um, FIFA Uncovered on Netflix. You had Abbott Elementary on ABC. That's an actual network show. It's all ABC when it comes to network. Yeah. Uh, Winning Time on HBO Max. We Own the Night on regular HBO. The Old Man. On FX and Hulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Dama on, <laughs> on, on Netflix. You people forgot about that one. Blackish on ABC. And somebody hit me, was like, yo, why is Blackish on? I'm like, because they just finished their, you know, they had their series finale yeah. and uh, they had Michelle Obama. Right. That deserves <laughs> hella consideration. Indeed. Uh, the Tender Swindler on Netflix yes. was a very, very. I broke favorite. the Tender Swindler. You did. The live show, I was talking about it. We did it on a Sunday, it's February 6th. I talked about the Tender Swindler. Everybody in the crowd like, the fuck is the Tender Swindler? By the next week. It was everywhere. Every, my enemies were everywhere. Yeah. My, my enemies. My enemies. <laughs> Cardi B was talking about it. The <laughs> shit went mega viral. I broke the Tender Swindler. My enemies. <laughs> and uh, shout out to Rocky, Tulsa King. Yo, Sly is back, man. Oh. Sly been doing some good work, dog. On Paramount Plus. Sly is 173, yes, but is. somehow he's making it work. He, uh, he did a movie for Amazon Prime this year called Samaritan that was pretty good that I, I liked a lot. Lot. Uh Tulsa King and it's something else that he did this year that I watched. I think he's doing Creed 4. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and what else did I watch of him this year? Oh, uh the the, the latest Rambo. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely did a new Rambo. Yeah, that was pretty good too. In a wheelchair shooting a rocket launcher <laughs> <Right>. and shit. <laughs> Roll me up closer. <laughs> right. So what do you got? I know what I got in this. Um Dan, you're probably gonna have to be the uh You had to you had the to break, deciding factor. be the deciding factor. The performance that Jeff Bridges gave on the old man. Was, I kinda had a feeling you were gonna go that route. Was so like I don't really fuck with my family, so I'm lying to everybody. I've been killing niggas for 40 years. Y'all done brought me out of retirement, and I'm killing more niggas. And I'm just as lethal as I was when I was 25. The espionage, the storytelling, and to be able to do it in only seven episodes, and the crazy cliffhanger that they left us with at the end of the joint. The old man is the best scripted TV series I've seen in a decade. It's amazing. And he had a daughter that was <laughs> right. 
that was a double agent. <laughs> and like, it's the crit. Like, if you're into like war, espionage, CIA type, CIA type shit. shit, FBI, like, it crosses every line. And that shit was amazing. It is an A plus series. I'm going with the old man. Uh, I feel you on that. I, I understand everything you say. Abbott Elementary was was such a like a chasm. You know, she yeah. Quinta, she did her thing with writing that. Shirley Ralph has an Emmy. Yeah. You know, that's Moesha mama. Right. right. I never saw that <laughs> I never saw Lauren Hill mama from Sistack 2. The principal was amazing on that fucking show. Abbott Elementary is that work. Me personally, though, I don't think anything captivated the entire people the way Dahmer did. I agree. Like, on both sides, where it was just, like, outrage. What the fuck? Yeah. Are think you, pieces. Think pieces. <laughs> I never knew this. What the fuck is going on? Are y'all serious? Yo, what about the families? It Like, Dahmer literally, yeah. like, it, it fucked up. Yeah. And you know it's Netflix's highest rated joint. Yeah, it like beat it Squid Game. It broke Squid Game. Yeah, like yeah. Dahmer, which was our last year best thing on TV. You know, and we own the same pair of glasses. Yo, it's, <laughs> it's funny because it's, it's where the gym I go to. It's a uh, it's a bull who walk around. He Asian. He looks like Dahmer, mm-hmm. and I, I call him AD. And my homie was like, "What the fuck is AD?" I'm like, "Asian, Asian Dahmer." <laughs> Just like what? <laughs> but he wore them same glasses yeah. and shit. This shit is crazy. He got the same haircut and everything. I personally think Dahmer just. I can't even go against it because it's like it did too much. It did too much. And it's like when you like so, so much so that it opened up a new genre for Netflix where they're like, oh, we're going to do 93. And now we got a Gacy. We got a like they're coming with all of those. Yeah. The performance from the lead actor was phenomenal. Again, we talk about, you know, yeah. Supporting actresses. What's her name? Uh, uh, From Reno 9-11. The cop. Niecy Nash. Niecy Nash playing. Like, Love Niecy Nash, by the way. It, 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 Niecy Nash trying to hold them titties as an old woman yeah. was funny and shit. You know what I'm saying? Trying to hide them things, girl. We but, know them things. Is, them we know them things. things for 20 years. <laughs> playing a lot of games, Niecy. I, 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 my vote is Dahmer. I, I mean, I can't go against it. Yeah. I mean, my personal favorite and what, what, and what captivated the most audience and did the most is not necessarily the same thing. It's Dahmer. My personal favorite on this was probably FIFA Uncovered, but I yeah. know niggas is not trying to learn that much in four episodes. You're trying to learn and soccer? Yeah. Fuck you. Let man. me out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> niggas, all niggas know about soccer is Messi and Lil Baby did the theme yeah. song. Real shit. Real shit. I, I'm, I'm going with Dahmer. It's Dahmer. It's Dahmer. It's Dahmer. Congrats to Dahmer. Oh, man. You know, we should have added to the estimation. He's salt getting banned. Yo, yo. They called him a Turkish mosquito. <laughs> yo, yo. That nigga, you, you know, so you know the whole thing with the World Cup is that the trophy is only supposed to be touched by specific people. Mm-hmm. The officials and the winning team. That nigga came down and licked the trophy. Yes. He's like, Salt Bay, yeah. You're that nigga's banned for the next World Cup. Did, whole you, did you see the video that Super Snake did? Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. What was it? It was a parody video. Oh, I got to see this. Bruh, we have to do this on air. Yo, they flamed him so bad, man. Flamed Super Snake? Or the the, the, uh, Salt Bay? Salt Bay. Okay. Wow. Your Highness. 
field goal stake to hookers and fat gold <laughs> Can I annoy players like Turkish Mosquito during best moment of their lives? Naam, min fadlika fa'al shay'a kaptishinu. La yash'uru al-nasu bil-malali min thalika ala al-itlaqi. Mr. Infantino, you are honest and loyal like bald love child of Madoff <laughs> FPS. Your head look exactly like the world record egg. Please, give me the pass to both <laughs> I'm the guy that slaps my penis on the red meat, yes. Look, my photographer, Emily, yes. Good. I'm the guy that slaps my penis on the red meat, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna kiss you with my steak breath. Give it to me. Give it to me. That's my water. Me. Give it to me. Yes. Oh, yes. It's so cold and soft. Like my steaks. Oh, yeah. Let me do the salt. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Then I follow Messi boys. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny as shit. Oh. I slapped my penis <laughs> on the steak. That's hilarious. Super snake like Bleacher Report. They just get it. Yeah. Like when it comes to like culture and lifestyle shit, they yeah. just get it. Salt Bay got his dumb ass banned from the next world. Cup. You are toast. Yeah. Don't even come to none of the games. I think I'm going to get plastic surgery. <laughs> we eat chicken for now. Yeah. <laughs> Salt Bay silly as shit, man. But yeah. Uh, shout out to Dahmer yeah. for winning uh, Best Thing on Television in 2022. Let's do something we can sing our teeth in. <laughs> Album of the year. Album of the year. Album of the year. People thought this year was slow for music, and it really wasn't. It turned out to be real good. It turned out to be absolutely terrific. For real, for real. Um, you had strong, solid, concise projects like Pusha T's It's Almost Dry. You had polarizing projects like Kendrick Lamar's Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers where initially people felt this way, then the tide turned and the topic, topical stuff was too heavy and people ended up sinking in the finest stuff that they loved. You had Futures I Never Liked You, which I think universally people just enjoyed top to bottom. It's the best-selling rap album of the year. Um, and he came with the deluxe and fucking put boot the ass again. Um, Drake in 21 with her loss coming at the end of the year and just exciting everybody and giving people, I think, what, what we wanted with Honestly Nevermind or expected, rather, with Honestly Nevermind and just giving us, like, some braggadocious pop shit rap for, you know, 16 songs. Um, Lil Durk, 7220. Lil Durk pulled a, pulled a, pulled a uh, what do you call it? Pulled the uh, rope-a-dope on everybody. Mm-hmm. Niggas thought Dirk was going to make a whole diss album like Ja Rule, Blood My Eye. Yeah. nigga was singing on every singing song. <laughs> and he and has... Like best-selling album. <laughs> best-selling album. 1.3 million sold so far this year. Um, he's going to probably end the year about 1.5 million sold. Uh, Nas, King's Disease 3. Shout out, shout out Nas. Um, this run of albums that he's on has solidified him, um, re-solidified him as one of the, you know, top five, top seven, top ten best rappers of all time. And he's shown people that you can age gracefully and that... Um, I think it was Khalees. As soon as he left her... Yeah, you, you, get, you get you're sharper. You know what I'm saying? He got a lot sharper. my favorite Nas album, probably his life is good. And yeah. that, the way he did that was just yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. Like, you know, so yeah, I could see that. Yep. Uh, Beyonce, Renaissance. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't heard two songs off this album. You're lying. I swear to God. You've, you've heard the big record. I've heard Break My Soul. Yeah. That's all I've heard. 
I gotta give a shout out to my good friend in Chicago, uh, Terry Hunter. The cuff it, you that's the one that's the viral yeah. dance shit. Remember when Lawrence Killebrew came out the other night, he was doing the dance? I have no <laughs> I have ridiculous. no frame of reference for any of I know this. you've heard Cuff It. If I did, I didn't realize I heard it. We, we almost it. Don't everybody doing it's the, the dance. old school dance off of. I'm not lying. You, I don't you're, know. You're full of I didn't know it was I'm not, I'm either, dead. I don't know. I know the song from TikTok. Yeah, only song I know from TikTok, popping big shit on my feet on. I ain't got to be there because a bit. The recoil challenge, that's the only song I know from that's TikTok right there. So. I've probably saved more recoil challenge videos than anybody in history. I've never heard this song. You're before. lying. W- Wallahi, I've never heard this song before. I've never heard this song, but I've heard this. I've never heard this song. You haven't seen the dance? No. I don't see how you missed that. When they do the, the, you haven't seen that? No. Where are you? Looking at recoil challenges on TikTok. <laughs> it's a great song. It sounds oh. phenomenal. Cuff it is awesome. I, I heard the song, but I heard enough TikTok clips. Nigga, I had enough of that shit the other day. Coquito, I almost did the challenge. Really? That's, <laughs> that's, like, that shit, that's what Lawrence was saying. Like, yeah. you can't help but start dancing when this shit come on. So yeah, no, but Renaissance did so much numbers wise. Yeah, yeah, number yeah. one for a month. Like, yeah, no. people love it. People, yeah. I mean, the 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 Goyles, they swear by it. They yeah. love it. You know what I'm saying? It, it did too much to ignore. Three hundred twenty-five thousand first sold. Number one single would break my soul. Like, it it, it kicked ass. Yeah. It broke barriers. You know, did very amazingly uh, international things like. It was that. what honestly, never mind, could have been. Yeah, yeah, could have and should have been. Yeah. Um. Do you got LMA? My personally, my favorite R and B album of the year, Heart on My Sleeve. Uh, when you talk about R and B music, uh, Puff Daddy said it the best. R and B music is about being vulnerable, mm-hmm. um, exposing yourself, your feelings, your emotions, and that's exactly what LMA did on this album. And it just kind of appeared out of nowhere. I fell in love with it. I listened to it so much. Don't fuck me up is an amazing record. So many songs on there that just connected and um, and just you know had me in my feels. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Amazing album. Chris Brown, breezy. Chris Brown is the most prolific male R&B artist alive. There's no two ways about it. There's no getting around it. He just pumps out music at a rate of like a hip-hop artist. Like He routinely puts out projects with 25, 30, 48, 62 songs. Like It's nothing. I think the Deluxe to Breezy has like 48 songs on there or some shit like that. And I was absolutely in love with the original Breezy. Um, Need You Right Here was one of my favorite records, which actually is the first record um, well, the second record that broke Friday from Philly, who did God Did, mm-hmm. which is in contention. We've nominated God Did for all kinds of shit. We'll get into that later on in the mm-hmm. show. Um, but Chris Brown was the original person that broke Friday through Need You Right Here and To The Wheels Fall Off from the Breezy album. So shout out to Chris Brown for having the foresight to know this is going to be something that's going to change the sound of music, blah, blah, blah. And then it you know, catapulted one of the biggest moments in music of the year. And then ESTG, I never felt nothing. ESTG on this album has a 10-song a run where he don't miss. Mm-hmm. There's 10 songs in a row where you're just like, what in the fuck? Like, and we talked about it on this show. Um, is this the album of the year? Like, holy shit. So it's like we had to include uh, G, even though some people came, you know, behind him and did a little bit better work. But still, amazing project uh, from, from ESTG. I never felt nothing. Uh, what are you thinking? 
I hate posting these Jones online because it gets everybody the the, the comments and the, yeah. the messages and people start reaching into their bag for like they're they're like someone so's one fan. Yeah. Like yo, how y'all don't got you know this person on it? And it just be like, bro, like that ain't the album of the year. You know uh, what I'm saying? But you mean you ain't listening to Cassidy King of Lion Kill Pipe <laughs> Part Two? And it's just like, listen, that that's not the album of the year. Too many people were hitting me with what they thought might have been. A, Somebody, be, uh, my man Jody hit me. He was like, yo, y'all ain't got a little baby on there. I'm like. No, that album was not good. That album was hard. It had no stay in power. What um, little baby album happened this year? Uh, I don't know. There's two songs on it. Uh, it's Only Me. Came out in October. Oh, yeah, shit. Damn, yeah. It, it, I'm still listening to My Turn. I'm dead ass like, no, my didn't turn, even drop this My year. Turn has sold a million units this year. It came out in 2020. Did it outsell? Is It's Only Me? Yes. Wow. Yes. That says a lot. Yes. Uh, so much so. It's only me has Lil Baby has no songs in the Billboard Hot 100 for the first time in like uh, 600 weeks or some shit like that. Jeez. Because that it didn't stick. Like he has some good songs on there. He popping the shit on some of these songs, but nothing connected. And when he tried to reach for like the pop record, like a whoa or whatever, it just didn't it didn't connect. You know what I'm saying? I think he needs to start collaborating with like a different base of artist now to try to like expand his sound and try to catch something else. Cause it's like, yo, I don't want to hear you with Nardo wick. I don't like, I'm, I, we, you're bigger than this and you need to reach beyond like that same gritty mm-hmm. a- record aesthetic, like, and make some broader sound and stuff. It's three albums. On I was going to say, let's narrow it down to like, it's three, three albums on this list that I played more than the other ones. That's future. I never liked you. That's push. It's almost dry, and her loss. Yes, I agree with those three being the ones I played. But I also I, played the shit out of Kendrick's album. Apparently, I only played four songs, and it was in my top three. I think. For, yeah, I, for I, I I didn't play that album many times. Um, Beyonce's Renaissance. I just respect. Mm-hmm. So I could throw that into the I narrowing the down. Beyonce future, push it T. And Drake in 21. Is that the final four? But what about King's Disease 3? And it's funny because I had a conversation with somebody the other day, and I'm like, yo, I like, everybody's like, King's Disease 3 is the album of the year. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I don't know if King's Disease 3 is better than King's Disease. And I don't know if it's better than Magic. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm like, I don't know when it comes to that. I'm going to go out on a limb here. It's not King's Disease 3. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, if you're on the limb, I'm going I'm to I'm, I'm go get, I'm going to come, the limb going to break, but I, you know, whatever. All right, so we got Future, Drake and 21, Pusha T, and Beyonce. Yeah. Everybody knows where I've come in my Pusha T fandom, I guess you could call it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, excuse me. I kind of want to give good, it the push because as, I know is he's not going to win it. As good as <laughs> and, and and get this fucked up. Drake and twenty one on her loss were running it. I mean, like running it. Like it's it's a level shit popping. A level for shit sixteen popping. songs. And when I think about like even down to Drake saying you know whipping the Vespa off six tequilas, big Benjamins like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Drake, you got it. Robert Kraft sent the jet for us. That shit was patriotic. patriotic. Like, that's fly shit. 
But then I think about the fly shit that Push was on with his out, and Push dead ass was like, MGM gambling. I blew a small mansion. I'm annoyed because this bitch keep calling Lon Von Lamb. <laughs> that's that's genius. That's genius shit. Does anything annoy you when you lose money? Anything annoy <laughs> you when you. <laughs> <laughs> when you losing bread, oh my god, I'm sick of this bitch. <laughs> Start looking at the dealer. No, not, not that ass dealer, not that ass mustache. <laughs> what else? My only critique of Push's album is this: Please, y'all, don't kill me, because I'm a super Push fan. I'm a re-up gang fan. The only critique is that in Push. Finding the balance of making the perfect records, because he made perfect records, this album. He dumbed down his lyricism a little bit, and he didn't go where he normally can go, where it's like Range Road, Leather Roof, Love Wall, Fuck a Truth, Still Move a Bird, like I'm in bed with Mother Good. Like, that level but, of so appalled type rapping, I don't think is on this album. He said Pharrell told him not to do it this album. But See here, what I'm saying? But here goes the thing. And, and this, I caught it. This yeah. is, But th- th- it's good that you bring this up. Because think about when Jay said, I dumbed down my lyrics to double my dollars. And we watched him do it with Blueprint. Them lyrics got so dumbed down to where it was like, yo, this is like elementary. This is nothing. This is way beneath yeah. you. Like I said the other day, Jay Deadass was like, uh, what do you say on the jaw? Um, I am that. killing them out here. They need first aid because the boy got more sixes than first grade. I'm like, this is an Ospino bar. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you doing this whole... In push dumbing his shit down... He still was able still to. still excellent. Let me say this. I think him dumbing it down gave us more of cultural moments in him dumbing it down to where, like I just said, annoyed because this bitch calling Lon Von Lanvin. Mm-hmm. Clipping baby if he flinched at the price of Bottega. Iced out, bust down Cartier's. His one-liners. Just not my thing. Like, his one-liners had, was stupid. And a true story. Since he said that, I hate the bust down Cartiers. I, every time I look at them, I be like, yuck. They're disgusting looking. Because <laughs> every young nigga in rap who get a, a one check, the first thing you see is an icy Santos. <laughs> every young nigga that had PPP got the same one. It's icy Santos. And some of them pay 33000 for 30000 for a $7,000 watch. So when Push say bust down Cartiers. He's like, they don't got this one. They put the diamonds in the middle. Yeah. They, they, they raised it yeah. up. They 15 grand bust down. Push said the only time you'll see me Thir- next. 13 five. He said the Bentley is the only time you see me next to Breitling. Like Push just had a lot of those on there where yeah. it was just like. He spread his shit out more instead of stacking it. Exactly. And normally he stacks it. And that's like a re-up gang nigga where he says, uh, don't make, don't say he's, he's uh, something, something, a hurricane, uh, like hurricane. Don't make me come to Miami and Berry yeah, Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> like, shit like that. It's like, it's like, all right, and Wayne is my nigga. And I'm like, you're playing it again. Run that back. Yeah. This is at the height of little Wayne. So it's like. I hated, I personally hated let the smoker shine the coop. Until, shout out to Kevin Dunbar, these niggas drug me to the Push concert, and I saw it live, and I'm like, yo, I got to find a smoker. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Smoker shine the coop live was fucking excellent. And I went to Push live, and Push live was just like, whew. Even with me saying what I'm saying, It's Almost Dry is still his best album. Yeah. yeah. It's still his best album. So he did it for a reason. He did it smartly. But at the same token, it's like them diehard pusher fans know what I'm talking about. Mm, I give you that. 
Because I'm not a diehard pusher. So it's like, if, so if I'm, I'm just getting nitpicky, it's not a, it's, I'm getting nitpicky because we got to pick out a winner. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting nitpicky. I, I look at it like this push album finally gave me a bit of everything. We're listening to Daytona. It yes. didn't necessarily do that. It was it, one pocket. It had it if you if you know you know, and then the dun, 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 what was that? Uh, this is the drug money. Your ex nigga claims he made like ain't no stopping the champagne from popping the draws from dropping the law from watching with yay back chopping the women in the cars come with options. Caviar facials move the toxins. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, like it was that pocket, yeah. but it was it was just that pocket. Whereas this, he did that on certain songs, but then he had rock and roll with. Kanye and rock and roll. Oh. You know, he 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 did the drum with his brother. It's almost drive really is a good ass. Yeah. So, all right, this is what we're gonna do. It's down to that and Fuge. Yes. Cause I'm gonna take her loss off and I love you, B, but we ain't on that oot shit right now. <laughs> if we was on that oot shit, you'd it's, have it. It's it's Fuge and it's push. It's Fuge and it's push. Future did something. Man, listen. In the midst of this album. That was very underrated, but it was smart. Where he dropped his deluxe in the middle of his. He did album. it like the week he did after. It, he did it Monday. Yeah. The album came out oh, Friday. Like show y'all fucking this. <laughs> yeah. six more for you. Yeah. And the shit that he put on the deluxe was like, wait a minute. Yeah. How was this shit better than the original shit? And we love the original shit. And there's more meat on the bone pause on Future's album than Push's album. And there's not a bad song on Future's album. If we keeping it a buck, this is his best album too. You think it's better than DS2? I think it's better than... He went more places. And the whole marketing play of I never liked you in the midst of everything that's going on with Lori Harvey and it. Future has an ability to tap into culture and just split the fucking ground and just have you like, oh, shit. And literally, he he did it again. I kind of want to give it to both of them. I'm not going to hold you. It's a cop-out, but I kind of want to just be like, Ty. But if we have to pick a winner, we got to just, we got to just, we got to get more nitpicky and just go through this some more. I just commodity covered up Italian velour. Like, it's tough. Future said, Phantom, like a cigarette boat. All this water on me. (laughs) My thing is, we expect that of Future. So many chains like a turtleneck under my chin. I learned to speak another language, if it makes sense. Like, Future's (laughs) talking crazy, or I never liked you. I really don't know. I don't know. (sighs) They both gave you so much of what you needed. And some elements of some unexpected shit that you didn't know you were going to get from them. Like, when Future came with Wait For You, it's like... Yeah, that was unexpected. What is this? I'm calling in the big guns, man. Of course this nigga's not going to answer. Don't forget Just Like Me. Just like me was at work. I got four watches and bust down. Ain't none of my shit playing. Yeah, he not answering the jack. I really don't know. I'm stumped, man. If we got to pick a winner, we're going to have to get more nitpicky. We're going to have to pull up track list. We're going to have to really get into it because just on his face, right, I can't pick. Yeah. 
Yo, what's up? You live on air with us, checking here. You, how you doing? I'm okay. What's up? We're trying to def- we're trying to figure out album of the year. We've narrowed it down to two. We got Push. It's almost dry. We got Future. I never liked you. What you got? I've never listened to Future's album. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. The the two albums that my, are my favorite of this year is Pusha T and Nas. But I'm washed. I'm not really. <laughs> I'm not really following. Like, like I listen to '90s R&B all day. All right, so you're on Push. It's almost dry then. Yeah, that or Nas. All right. You kind of cancel it out, though, because he didn't listen to Future. Yeah, Nas got eliminated in the last Yeah, Nas round. got eliminated in the first, what, a second round. So, yeah. All right. Cool. We'll oh, take yeah. your vote. All right. So, Rise on, it's almost Rise dry. Rise on, it's almost dry. I'm not calling Kev because I know what he's You know doing. what he's doing. Yeah. It's just, this is, this is hard. It's tough, man. It's tough. They both delivered what I think are, you know, their... If not their best work, some of their best work. Um, and they're both in the later years of their careers and still getting better. That's hard to do. Very hard to do. Um, to the Nas point. I'm giving it to Push. And I'm going to tell you why I'm giving it to Push. Okay, let's do it. Future is going to win a war. I, Wait For You is going to kick ass all award season. You know that. It has to. It debuted at number one. It might not mean jack shit to push, but I'm a nigga who legitimately kind of went out of his way to not fuck with push after the split from Malice because Malice was my favorite clips. Mm-hmm. And then once the whole shit happened with Drake, I was just like, I'm cool. What the fuck, dude? I'm cool off push. So for him to drop music into the, to a space where it gets me to be like, yo, this shit is excellent. Mm-hmm. That says a whole lot. And that's the beauty in being an American, is that I can have a new opinion. I can further my stance. I can better my stance. I can, I can change my opinion and go the other way. I can go from Republican to Democrat, Democrat to fucking other. N.A. <laughs> other. Other. <laughs> Push made me a real fan with this I'm going with Push. It's almost dry. All right, I'm looking at the track list right now. Rambleton, Let the Smokers Shine the Coops, Dreaming of the Past with Kanye, Neck and Wrist with Jay-Z and Pharrell, Just So You Remember, which is my favorite song on the album, Diet Coke, uh, Rock and Roll, second favorite song on the album, Call My Bluff, probably my third favorite song on the album, uh, Scrape It Off with Lil Uzi and Don Tolliver, which I enjoy, which a lot of people didn't really care for, uh, Hear Me Clearly, Open Air, and pray for you with uh, Malice. Now let's look at her law. Uh, I never liked you. Yeah, it's 90 songs, and they're all great. Seven twelve p.m., I'm that nigga. Keep I'm it, that nigga went hard. Keep it burning with Kanye. Uh, for a nut with Gunna and Young Thug. Didn't really care for that song too much. Yeah, I didn't really care uh, for that. The young, the young hoes loved it, though. Uh, Puffin' on Zooties, good record. Gold Stacks, one of my favorites on the mm-hmm. album. Wait For You, a lightning ride. Uh, Love You Better. Love You Better was that shit. Love Misogyny, Matt's my, theme song. That was song. my theme for the beginning. Uh, Chickens with ESTG. We Just Want to Get High. Voodoo with Kodak Black. Uh, that was the joint when ESTG said, uh, I ain't Jeezy. If it, I ain't no, it's <laughs> 03, I ain't Jeezy. Bring, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lee Whitty can't bring it back. Can't let can't bring it back. <laughs> like, 
the way things going, great record. I'm on one with Drake. Drake was popping his shit. I'm uh, on one was that word. Back to Basics. Back to Basics is probably my favorite song of the album now. Um, no Security with Babyface Right. Like Me with 42 Doug and Lil Baby. Affiliated with Lil Dirt. Stay Down, Worst Day, Just the Beginning. I'm giving it the push. All right, well, I mean. And I'm going to be biased. Damn, about to say EPMD or something. No, no, no. <laughs> just because I'm a federal nigga. Just because Gun on Future Album, I'm giving it the push. <laughs> That's because I'm a federal. That's funny as shit. I'm cool. I mean, the, the beauty in this is we don't actually have to put out money for trophies. So yeah. we can give as many of them out as we want to. So I'm cool with it being pushed. Plus, push. I feel like Future still has places to go. This might be the ceiling for push. You think? I don't think he can get better than that. He can stay where he at. I don't know if he can It's get like better. damn near a perfect rap yeah, album. Yeah, I don't think he can get better than, you know what I mean? Like, when you look at Push, I think his best Jones, like, as far as talking that shit verse-wise, aren't, aren't on this. Like, when you talk about so no, 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 no. all of I'm that shit. But his best song, song writing. format, like, yeah. yeah. His best songwriting is on this album. Verse, chorus, like, I don't he might have He might have tapped out. All right, so we're doing two, award, two trophies. Two awards. We have to, because I'm not coming off the Push on it. Dan's with me. <laughs> I was cool with I said Push. I thought you said Fuge. No, no I said Push. I said Push. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's push. All right. We love you, Fuge. Yeah, we love you, Fuge, but I I just think... um, I I think Push deserves it. To do what he did in 12 songs, to um, dumb down his lyrical ability and his ceiling in order to become a better songwriter and a song maker is at this... You know, to say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, obviously you could. And for, for that, you know, he needs to be celebrated and applauded for that because he he did the right thing. Yeah. He did the right thing. Old niggas don't change. It's hard to get old niggas to change. Yeah. He's like, if I know I got 300,000 core fans, what's my incentive to do it different? Right. There really isn't one. I'm with that. But he made a great album because it's like, if I'm going to give him shit for Daytona and saying that it was too singular and it, it's only seven songs and this and this and this, when he give me 12 bangers, I got to... Like, and then he opened the field. Up opened a the field bit. up a little bit more. I gotta give him Where credit. You're doing for that. songs with Uzi. You're doing songs with uh, who's on with Kanye? Um, uh, Dreaming of the Past. No, rock and roll. Oh, rock and roll. Who's, who's on Kid Cudi? Kid Cudi. Like you doing those type records. The, yeah. the, the the bringing your brother in to do Pray for Me. It, it just this album deserved it. Yes, in my opinion. Yeah, for your brother say so he's about to start rapping again. Yeah. Like, oh, the, the indictment window closed. Yeah. <laughs> Statue right. limitations. Take this motherfucking suit off. <laughs> yeah. But no, shout out to Push. Definitely, man. Album we of the year. Push it's some more claps, man. From the TRP yes. Um, I want to stay on music. Okay. Let's go ahead and let's get right to it. It's 9,000 contestants. And, and apparently, <laughs> I, apparently people are mad at me that I didn't have certain things. I'm like, yeah. you can't have 17 nominees yes, for you an award. You can't. When Joe Button... And, and uh, Rory and Maul did their top 20 rappers. It was 62 rappers in the top 20. Hey, listen, man. I tried <laughs> this to podcast. Keep... You can do whatever the fuck you want. I tried to keep this shit normal. Um, all right, so let's get to the nominees for verse of the year. Yes. Verse of the year, as far as we are concerned, 2022. <sighs> Little Wayne, just in time. I don't know what this is. I liked it a lot. Go listen to it. Okay. It was Little Wayne being Lil Wayne. It's it's like we set the trends, but not really. It's Wayne being a little... Because we set the trends as good as Wayne was on that. It was, you know, 
Yeah, niggas was fighting for that. We set the trends. Man. Yeah, you know, shorty a bedwetter. I got to bend better. Like, it, 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 it was Wayne being Wayne, yeah. but I felt like he did more of a C and green on Just In Time than he did on We Set the Trends. Okay. And we gave C and Green verse of the year yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. That joint was nuts. J. Cole on London. Yes. Phenomenal. Yep. When J. J. Cole get J. Cole on, and B.I.B.I. When J. Cole get on them spicy tracks where he get to be spicy yeah. and like not, not. And remind you that I got a hundred million Like, too. yeah. Like, I know I play ball in Rwanda. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, I really, really got some. I got a roll shot. Yeah, the Bentley is filthy, but I got a Bentley. Like when J. Cole get to doing that, I like it a lot. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't really, really, I respected it and I loved the verse. But Drake on Churchill Downs, that's like the people's no bullshit. Everything I saw this week where they did verses of the year, that was number one. Yeah, and I was kind of blown away about by that. I'm like, I didn't realize that that verse hit as hard. You yeah, know, people, the rapidy rap crowd even fucked with that verse. I, I, you know, I said it before when Drake get in them spaces, yeah. who can really touch him where he's really rapping and really, really laying it down. But on at no go look it up. Everything had that as like verse of the year. And I yeah. couldn't understand the shit. Jay-Z on neck and wrist. So you need to really yeah, say exactly. <laughs> young Jeezy on the realist on ESTG's, on album. ESTG's album future. I want you. Yes. That's a, that's one of those, uh, what they call them? Uh, if you was there, you you had to be there. Yeah. Moments when that old rapping ass nigga, you ain't never put on no ice. Yeah, like you had to be there for that one. <laughs> Fucking your bitch in my mask, free poo shots. You had to be there for that one. Uh, Jay Z on God did. This verse was so good that I apparently nominated twice. Nominated and twice. Didn't even re- no one recorded until <laughs> yesterday. Um, Drake on Jimmy Cooks is one of my personal Ooh, favorite we. verses of the year. Ooh we. Well, again, though, what's crazy is a lot of verse of the year things I saw, you know what they had nominated? 21 Savage on Jimmy Cooks. Because of the energy. I didn't think he was better than Drake no. on 21 Cooks. I didn't think Initially, that. I did. I mean, on did, 21 Cooks initial, on Jimmy Cooks. Initially, I did because of the energy and the delivery. Spin a block twice like it ain't no way to part. Like, all of that shit. But then it's like when you really broke it down, I was like, let me go back and listen Drake to Drake on shit. Jimmy Cooks was phenomenal. Uh, 21 Savage on major distribution. That we'll get into that. Tierra Wack, shout out Tierra Wack. Her first Wack World. Her Philly first 48 challenge. If you haven't she seen it, it, go to her she page and watch it. You know how good your verse got to be that I'm throwing it in here with all this <laughs> shit. This actual songs. She killed that, John. Kendrick Lamar, the heart part five. The last verse where he basically spoke as Nipsey speaking to his brother. Yeah. That's some. That's some good Kendrick shit. Yeah, future. Well, Barack Obama's play. We I, we'll deal with that later. Shout out to BF. Future on Bullseye, Bullseye two. two. Let me tell you something. <laughs> future dropped this verse, and Russell Wilson is playing the worst football he Yo. plays since Pop Warner. Yo, that nigga can't focus. He can't get right. He threw three interceptions yesterday, yeah, nigga. Yeah, yeah, Russell Wilson looked crazy out there right That now. nigga said, I still smash on C. Russell ain't been right since. Yeah, real shit. That's, that's what Future do. Yes. I'm going to give you a verse with a crazy line in it that y'all ain't going to be able to act right now <laughs> the next three months after this shit drop. And then a late vote from people on my page, apparently. I got unfollowed. Six people unfollowed me yesterday. <laughs> I don't know if it was behind this or what. But I didn't put Cardi Tomorrow 2 on there, even though you had it on the initial list. And honestly, I just missed it. Because you okay. see, everything from your list made her... Yeah. I honestly just... It was an oversight. Over. Yeah. 
Um, I made it a point to tell everybody I'm going to add it back mm -hmm. because when it comes to understanding the assignment, Cardi B understood the assignment on tomorrow too. And she ran every line like, and she gave the girls captions for these. Yeah. Yeah. And that'll get you nominated. Yep. With that being said, for me, there's like three verses that absolutely stood out from the rest. Okay. They are Drake on Churchill Downs, Jay-Z on God Did, and Future on Bullseye 2. Oh, wow. You got a crazy list out of this. Yes. Um, when you talk about affecting culture, I saw Bullseye, Future's Bullseye 2 verse went viral 17 different times. Mm -hmm. Every time they posted it on a different nigger media page, it went viral again. Even the little pages, the shit went viral every time. Even Pastor Carl was like, I ain't going to cap. He ran this show. <laughs> like, so it's like when you get everybody universally agrees, like, oh, no, he was, I don't even fuck with Ball, but he was smoke. He smoked this. <laughs> I don't even fuck with Ball. <laughs> you got to give credence and credit to that. So that's my three and we can go from there and then give me your three if you I, had to pick. I'm going to be honest with you. My favorite verse on here is 21 on major distribution. Really? The way you talk about energy, play it cool, play it like the shit sweet, fucking on the op nigga bitch, say she missed the golds in my teeth, L gang, no we stepping. Y'all should get the funeral preparing. SF90, this is not McLaren. I make an IG model, run my errands. He gonna miss and we gonna spin his parents. Stayed in Houston long as Steve Francis. Shoot his feet, got him doing dances. Wigging niggas like I played at Kansas. Ever seen somebody get shot? A lot of shit I seen before the top. I ain't trying to wrestle like the rock. Fuck the Trish, I'd rather sip the walk. Like that nigga was spazzing <laughs> yeah. on that. That's my favorite Joan on here. 21 on major distribution. I just, the energy, he because you gotta yeah. remember, Drake started the song singing. Yeah. And then it just gradually came down to 21 being 21. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when 21 is 21, that's a good rapper right there. It, it, it just, it, you can't stop it. You know what I What do you say to... Uh, He's like the Derrick Henry of rap. A lot of shit I do to stay alive. When he get going downhill. No, that nigga said, a lot of shit I do to stay alive. Everything except for call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fuck with Tony Ryan. But he had those stupid ass little bags, man. Um, 21 on major distribution. Jay-Z on neck and wrist. Okay. I personally think that's the best J-verse of the year as far as what he was saying. Line-wise. Shit talking about the phase I'm on love, I wouldn't believe it either. Jay Z's a cheater, I wouldn't listen to reason either. That's like a quadruple on top. Yeah, that's just insanity. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like Push said, I called Jay to say some shit I can't say, and that's what the fuck Jay did on yeah, that. Billionaire record. talk. Yeah, that's what the fuck he did on that. Um, Drake on Jimmy Cooks, of course. Y'all know how I've, how I've advocated for that, and. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Kendrick Lamar, Heart Part 5 was excellent. That one was phenomenal. So that's definitely got to go to the second round. I was in the gym the other day. So everybody's going to the second everybody's round. Everybody's going to the second <laughs> round. If you haven't figured that out. We've eliminated nobody. <laughs> We've eliminated nothing. No one. I was in the gym the other day, and I was on the elliptical. And you know, I've been like kind of struggling with the elliptical just because my back and my knee been hurting me or whatever. And I was on the elliptical, and God did came on on a shuffle. And I started to just skip over it because I've, I've heard it mm -hmm. a bunch of times. And... I don't know why this specific day I listened to it in the manner in which I listened to it. 
You understand what I'm saying? And I, I was able to like almost make myself older. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like listening to it from like someone who might be 47, 48, where it's like you grew up in that late 80s, early 90s shit. And you, so to hear Jay say the things he said on that record where he's like, you know, I put my hustle on the Forbes. Can you believe this tie? You know what I'm saying? Now the weed in the stores. Can you believe? Like, it was just that little part where he's like, he kept saying, come on in the background. Mm-hmm. Those who make the laws, I'm going to always have smoke for them. Kicking snow off a of frozen Tim back and forth on his turnpike then really took a toll on him. Like, I'm like, yo, Cheong. And the beat is so triumphant. It's just like, God did I see a lot of hoving gigs. I see a lot of hoving gigs. Niggas say they don't know me internationally. Well, niggas on the road did. Fuck wrong with y'all. <laughs> like, it's that shit. Over and over and over throughout that record. He did... In one mention for gigs, what Meek couldn't do, putting them on a whole record. Gigs chopped that. I see a lot of Hovind gigs shit up. That shit was on his Instagram for eight weeks. (laughs) It was nasty. It was just it was just a nasty. It was it was the equivalent of Kendrick Lamar's control verse, where it's a long ass verse. And every single line, it's like, oh, my God. It's just it's a cultural moment that I think everybody is going to remember forever. And it's probably going to win a Grammy, which is crazy, Uh, you know, considering how far the Grammys have come from, you know, just basically you got to make the corniest rap song of all time to get a Grammy. Out the mud, they got to face you now. You can't make up this shit. It's a triple entendre. Out the mud. They got a facial. You know, facial's mud. Can't make up, up this shit. shit. <laughs> 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 the nigga dropped the triple entendre talking. Like, that nigga wasn't even rapping. <laughs> he just was talking. Moving Fenty like fentanyl. This shit is all ridiculous. M light up to 03. We'll let y'all do the Zazas. It's OG for the OGs. Like, some new niggas out of pocket talking exotic. Really been to the, the Bahamas. Bahamas. That's another, that topic. another topic. <laughs> I said yes. I went to the Bahamas. <laughs> I've been there too. <laughs> yes. Woo! Check that off. Thank God I got that Barcelona. You talking about me? <laughs> Thank God I got that Barcelona tripping last year. Shit. Nigga wasn't talking about me. <laughs> my, I, my, I got some steps. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't talking to me. Monogram in my pocket, off the red carpet. You seen the face I made that night? That shit is that shocking. Remember the whole when he did the joint when he seen Kelly rolling and shit like, how are you this fucking good? And you're not writing this shit down and you got to take care of three kids. <laughs> this is a lot of work. That's a lot. Guru said it was one take too. I could believe it. I could believe it. Oh, he showed it. Showed it. Yeah. He said, you see this line? <laughs> one continuous line. One continuous line. That shit is wizardry. OG sold to those you call kingpin. If those your drug lords and who are we? <laughs> If those truck lords in weed. Hove is a real nigga's dream. I only go to make a real nigga feel seen. Sometimes I make a fake nigga hate life. Never my intention, the consequences of this way of life. The way we used to play with life, I'm now careful with them sentences. Them the only jail bars I like. I never wanted to be the state's custodian. The laws of draconian. Come on. He kept saying, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Jay was drawling on that too shit. much, man. That guy did versus nuts. That's the winner. I don't, I'm not. It, it's it's one of them things where it's like once you really get into like yeah, all of this it's, shit, it's 
It's undisputable. It's like we're gonna move everybody to the second round just to get, just to get give to it, just get to that. Like it's too much shit, man. All the pain from the outside inspired all this growth within. So new planes getting broken in. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> then they had Google break the shit down. It was just like Jay Z legit, and this is no diss to no one else. No one no. else rapping. Rick Ross, Push, Jeezy, Drake, Kanye, all these niggas. Jay's the only person that can get done rapping. And I, to myself, and this is just being honest, I'd be like, yo, I am a poor ass bitch. <laughs> dickhead. Where did no, I fail? I didn't sell no coke. This is bullshit. <laughs> like, yo, my life kind of stink low key. Jay has that ability. Jay could dare us get on a track and be like, you niggas making podcasts, you better get your fucking money up. <laughs> and we'd be like, what the fuck? And then he'd walk in and be like, oh shit, what I'm saying? <laughs> And I'm not as You'll find ways to be like Jay not talking about me. Can't be talking about me. That's what he just did with the Bahamas shit. He ain't talking about ain't me. Talking about me. I've been there. Got your mansion on my wall. I got a condo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got some paintings, nigga. <laughs> like, that guy did versus insanity. It's too much. It, it, it's six minutes long of him <laughs> just like shitting on you. <laughs> And I'm not. And then yeah. the crazy, <laughs> exactly. crazy thing is, you meet him, and he's just the most gracious, humble nigga of all time. <laughs> like, he understands, like, what he overcame. And he understands his place and his importance in the culture and the fact that he has to be a beacon and an inspiration for all these young niggas to be classy and do shit the right way. Oh. Whether y'all want to do it or not. I'm still got to set the fucking standard. Ish was telling me about the whole shit when they was at the party. He was like, we was going to the Kanye party. He's like, looked over and seen Hov getting out the Maybach. He was like, oh shit, what up, Jay? Whatever. Jay was like, yo, come shake my hand. Like, huh? <laughs> Wrapped over that thing and shit. Like, like what? <laughs> hey, I'm about to go eat my dinner. It's like, he had to think I was somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Funny as shit, man. Oh it's- man, now said Hov robbing Take a picture for a piece of gun. Let me get a piece of that gun. <laughs> I know you want a picture. <laughs> He's like, as much as I want to say, man, I don't want no picture with you. That's <laughs> Come <fun>. on. <laughs> I just got a million off a of sink without risking a million years trying to get, get it out the sink. <laughs> Next. I, I, yeah, I, I, I love neck and wrist. I really do. I think that the lines he was spitting on neck and wrist were nuts. I love 21 on Major Distribution. I fuck with Drake on Jimmy Cooks. But it's not enough. And Drake was pop. You know, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I didn't even mention it on here, but Middle of the Ocean Mm could have gotten the nomination because Drake was talking excellent shit on that. But it's something to be said about talking excellent shit and then talking some shit that no one else can really talk. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing when it comes to like when Jay does shit like this. As, As good as Wayne was on God Did. Not enough. It's just like Jay can say shit that most other human beings just can't say. He just, it's the truth. Yep. Got a great life, man. 15 number one albums. No one else can really say that. Come on. <laughs> like when you look at 21 Savage going through his deportation issue, Jay handled it. Jay did. When you see Wayne going through his legal issues and having to pay taxes. Jay handled it. When you see Meek issue, Jay handled it. 
Jay can me and me can never beef. I free that nigga from a whole bitch. When Jay can speak from a place that realistically not many other humans can speak from, let alone rappers. Yeah. So at times that's the problem when I hear Jay say shit like the boy got more sixes than first grade, where I'm just like, no. But when he do this, yeah. it's literally undeniable. That nigga's you you can make the case and the argument that he's the best rapper ever. He's a wizard. And then to not write it down. And to not fuck up six minutes of rapping off the top of your head, like, in one take is like, come on, yo. That nigga said out the mud. <laughs> they got to face you now. They can't make up this shit. <laughs> Let's clap it up yeah, for God damn it. <laughs> Let's go ahead and clap it up. I'm, and I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. Us talking about that verse when it dropped is one of our biggest viewed episodes of the year. That's the J effect. You never know how the shit could go. Me and Biggs probably got too big if they ain't booked that load. What up, Hoffa? <laughs> and I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. And this is this is decent. We talk about growth, and he said that on that song. Y'all know I be looking for reasons to go against Jay. Y'all know I look for reasons to go against Push. And here we are. Mm -hmm. Because when you do some shit that's just that good, you get the recognition. Yeah, some shit is undeniable. I ain't a hater. When you, didn't, when you do some shit that's undeniable, you just the fuck get it. Like I told you, I rewatched the, the, the documentary, The Bulls, you know? Mm -hmm. the, uh, the, uh, Last Dance. Last Dance. And what I did was the first time I watched it, I watched those 10 episodes from a place of LeBron's the goat. Mm -hmm. Let me watch this to see why these old we niggas. see what lies these niggas tell. See what the fuck bullshit <laughs> they on. And I watched it the other day from a place of Jordan was the goat of my growing up. Let me see what it's all about with him basically dealing with the transition of his father dying, going to play baseball, dealing with Scottie Pippen and his nonsense, Steve Kerr, all that shit. And you watch it, you get a newfound respect for it where you like, Mike is a fucking lunatic. But I get it. That nigga straight created a, like they were showing how many scenarios he created in his head to fuel him. Like the whole shit he had with the ball to score the 37, that was fake. Yeah. Like, Jordan was like, yeah, the nigga walked past me. He was like, good game, Mike. Mike was like, I'm going to do to him in the first half what he did to me in that game. The boy 37. Mike had 36 in the first half the next time they played. And then Amari Rashad was like, come to find out. The boy didn't say anything to Mike. Mike was like, yeah, I made it up. But I needed some motivation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a psychopath. Yeah, I'm, I'm crazy. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. <laughs> I needed a reason to go out there. <laughs> and you really understand, like, you always say, the thing that holds you on the mic being the GOAT is – his will to win and his competitiveness. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, when you're that crazy about winning, it makes, to you watch it from that angle, you like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. I totally understand it now. No matter how many times I've moved off Mike being a GOAT or somebody did some phenomenal shit or Kobe was on an incredible run or whatever, I just always landed back on Mike. It, he, like, he's, he's tough to beat, man. He's tough to beat. And especially for the fact that, like, he was just routinely less leaving the game and coming back better than he was before. Yeah. That shit is hard to do. Yeah. So it's like, depending on how you view it, it's like, oh, man, them niggas, that nigga was taking breaks or whatever, whatever. But it's like, yeah. But how hard is it to take a break and then come back and be great? How is it to take a break where your dad 
gets killed. Not your dad died from cancer yeah. or your dad died from a wage in his sleep. No, your dad it got killed by some gangbangers on the street. And then you deal with that and then you go play baseball. And like even the trainer was saying it. He had to tell him, like, yo, Mike, you about to train to play baseball. This is totally different than basketball. You're like, this is gonna fuck up your body for basketball. And then you see when Mike came back to basketball, he was off. And it was like, yo, his body was so conditioned for baseball now. For him to get back into that shape is just like, God damn, like th- this is this is phenomenal stuff. Yeah. So yeah, man. Shout out the things legends are made of. Shout out the whole man. God did. You got it. Shout out to all our nominees though. Tierra Wack. Shout out the future. Cardi. Twenty one. Drake. Jeezy. Future. J Cole. Wayne. But J on God did just. If you got a problem with that, ah, whatever. Fight Google. <laughs> I, you know, fight Google. Don't come fight me. Fight Google. <laughs> Uh, I want to, this isn't a nominee category. This is something like award shows always will just have a honorary award that they give out. Yeah. I want to do Chad's man of the year. Absolutely. For our brother, Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Kyrie Bro- Irving. Brother Hella. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> Kyrie Irving is often misunderstood for his intellectual curiosity. Mm-hmm. He's someone that is willing to jump out there, speak on something, share something, whatever, without maybe properly digesting it or having all of the information. That doesn't make him hateful. That doesn't make him anti-Semitic. That doesn't make him a bad person. Um, quite the opposite. It actually makes him somebody that's that recognizes that he's lost. And he comes from a lost tribe of people, the black American Negro. And he's trying to find himself. And he's trying to figure things out wherever he can. And sometimes he lands on the wrong thing. But I think that always his intentions are clear and honest. And I think that he's a person that in trying to find himself, he's doing so with the trying to find his purpose of why am I here on this earth and what do I need to do Absolutely. for, for myself and others. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we're giving him this man of the year this year is because specifically because of the work that he's done for others and constantly showing up for black people time and time again. In the face of all of this nonsense. Yes. Let that not be forgotten. Um, Kyrie Irving was very vocal and very present during like the Black Lives Matter protests and the George Floyd protests and all of that back in 2020. Speed it up, come through present day. These are just a list of some of the things that we're aware of that Kyrie Irving did calendar year 2022, which landed him this Man of the Year uh, award recognition. Six days ago, he gave $50,000 to Little Twigs GoFundMe. On December 12th, he donated 50000 to the GoFundMe set up for the family of Jaheem McMillan, a 16-year-old black boy who was shot and killed by police on October 6th in Gulfport, Mississippi. The same day, he gave 22000 to Destiny Thompson, the college student at Howard University who had set up a GoFundMe. In November, he gave a total of 130000 in donations of 65000 and 50000 to the family of Shanquilla Robinson, an American woman who died in Mexico under suspicious circumstances. Again, he found the GoFundMe site set up to support the family. Also, last month, he gave 50000 to the GoFundMe set up by the family of Devin Chandler, one of three University of Virginia football players murdered by a former teammate. I'm sure that there are countless other things that didn't make it to the forefront or whatever or, you know, just weren't. <laughs> 
big enough to, you know, crack the overall, you know, internet matrix or whatever the case may be. But this is somebody that, you know, I talked about him being present during these protests and all of that, um, you know, prior. He's put his time, he's put his resources, he's put his name, his face, and his money on the line in the name of helping disenfranchise black people. Absolutely. At every turn, whether it be a fight going wrong, somebody dies, a school shooting, Somebody just generally trying to get through college. He has a huge uh, college fund set up where he gives away scholarships every single year. He gave money to the WNBA. He gave money to COVID victims. Like, Kyrie don't stop. Yeah. And with all of this bullshit that went on, the man got suspended from his job. He lost his sneaker deal. And he still didn't stop, like, to where he's just like, you know what? I'm going to take a second and just step away from everything. Yeah. You know, he still kept his plight and what he believes in as his day-to-day plight, message, yeah. and routine, and that's admirable. He stays steadfast in his mission because he knows that if I figure me out, then I'm going to be able to give that information to so many more people exactly. and create so much more economy and so many more resources for other people where now, literally, I'm able to teach people about black history, black American history, about being a foundational black American, where we come from, where we can go. Uh, how to establish generational wealth, sharing of resources, group economics, all this different stuff. And his intellectual curiosity is what is what kind of landed him into his role now where we see him in 2022 being one of the biggest and most present givers to black Americans. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Kyrie. Shout out to Kyrie Irving, man. Man of the year award. Gotta respect the man who is on that. That, that time way. and time again. All the fucking time. Shout out to Kyrie Irving, man. I fucks with Kyrie a lot. Um, <clears throat> I want to do a little nonsense. Okay. Haven't done a little nonsense in about 27 minutes. <laughs> the most annoying IG caption award. Spooky button one time for me. Um, Let's hit it one more time. Yeah. Instagram at times to me has run its course. You know what I'm saying? The young people have tapped out. It's it's they're they're not present on the app at all. Yo, it's a lot of the same shit over and over and over. And later on, we have another war where Instagram we we got that nominated as a whole. It's yeah. just to get the hell out of here. Instagram as it stands now is one percent lifestyle, giant asses, uh, rappers showing us what I now suspect to be primarily fake jewelry. Yeah, uh, you sent me some shit yesterday. I was like, "There's no way. <laughs> There's no way." Like, that's $2 million. This doesn't make sense. Yeah. This is three chains. This is $2 million. Yeah. I don't believe that your artist's album sold more than 50,000 copies. Yeah. It just dropped. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, and I know niggas is making a lot of money. QC's about to sell their company for $450 million, But that's, they're, a, they're the .0001% that's doing something to that level. Right. Um, so, yeah, Instagram is a generally annoying place. It's become a marketplace. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody's selling something, whether they selling lifestyle, they selling actual product, flat tummy tea, waist trainers, courses, yeah. whatever. Everybody's selling you something on the gram. And the caption game, you remember when captions used to be regular? You know, we talk about it all the time. Captions were regular. They were fun. They were ironic. They were hilarious. Like, now there are certain captions where you see them more than others. Others. And you see them on those people's posts. Those, those, it, primarily women, you see these captions where it's just like, if I see this caption again, <laughs> I'm a fucking loser. I'm going to throw a Clementine at yeah. one of you. 
<laughs> so the most annoying IG caption of, of the year nominees are, I'd rather be hard to deal with than easy to take advantage of. I saw that from the most taken advantage of. <laughs> Downtrodden. <laughs> women. I, disenfranchised. <laughs> Run them up. Let, let us stray. Yeah, like that, that <laughs> caption was every fucking where. From people who, who, who. Yeah, you know, like you, you just if you post that caption, you're in that that jaw. Orange, you glad to, to see me? Every chick I seen in an orange outfit this year posted that. And the and the root of this is a dad joke going left. Yes, yes. This has been around my whole entire life. Yes, and y'all have co opted the dad. Somehow joke. y'all found it <laughs> and took it. And just ran amok with niggas, it. Niggas, it's like Ty Chili. Like, niggas <laughs> right. are taking it, and it ain't going back. Ty Chili to me. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, gotta get a Ty Chili cheesesteak? Like, that shit is real. I'm entering my soft girl era. You're gonna have to explain this one to me. All right, so entering my soft girl era, essentially, the last three years, women have basically told us, I'm independent, I'm doing my own thing, I got my own car, my own house, I don't need you niggas. I don't fuck you niggas. Matter of fact, if you ain't got what I got or eight times what I got, nigga, fuck you, I don't need you. And now they realize that niggas have accepted their nigga fuck you and moved on. Yeah, Niggas have gotten passports, niggas have gotten white women. We saw the Knicks team uh, holiday photo. Right. Uh, niggas have tapped out. And they refu- they're refusing to deal with y'all. So as a result now, all the girls have decided, I'm entering my soft girl era where now I'm willing to be feminine. I'm willing to be cooperative. I'm willing to be submissive. I'm willing to be generally easier to deal with and not pick fights. Because as Andrew Tate just said on Just Pearly Things, relationships are one in the small things. It's like when you're playing chess, it isn't the big moves that fuck you. It's the little small moves Mm -hmm. that you may not think about that kill you. In a relationship, the things that kill you is arguing over what to eat or Mm -hmm. I don't like this or I don't like these little bickerings that are like, do you really got to be disagreeable on everything? So now the girls have realized you catch more bees with honey and they all want to be soft because mm. they're trying to get taken care of. I have seen that soft girl era shit a lot. Yes. Uh, don't put Lil in front of nothing I got going on. <laughs> they ran that shit into the ground. Into the ground. Don't save me for later. I won't be there. Yes, you will. <laughs> you will be right where you will be right I've there. I've seen y'all there. Time and time again. Four years from now, yeah. 18 years from now, you will be right here. You will be right there. And last but not least, you bitches. I'm going to tell you this. With an underscore because you bitches could be followed by anything. Yeah. Uh, you bitches had a hard year. <laughs> I'm going to just say that. You bitches had a hard year. Uh, I don't know who the bitches is. Yeah, you whoever you bitches is, is yeah. you, you had a hard year. And every time I turned around... They was the the girls was saying you bitches more than NWA. Yeah, yeah. It got rough yeah. for you bitches as a yeah. collective because I don't know your names personally. Yo, accomplishing a feat and then the first thing out of your mouth being you bitches is yeah. crazy. You bitches could never get a used uh, Audi A3 yeah. uh, SUV. You bitches thought I was done when I started <laughs> cosmetology school. Let me tell you bitches something. Eighteen years later, yeah. <laughs> got my certificate. You bitches counted me out. <laughs> 18 years. <laughs> Cosmo degree is crazy as shit. 
18 years uh, and 200 credit hours later, I'm here. Where were you going with in this? I know what I'm going oh, with. Oh, you bitches. <laughs> you bitches. <laughs> like, the other ones are annoying. You bitches was just, was was omnipresent. It was everywhere. Oh, you bitches. I was honestly going to make the case for don't put little in front of nothing I got going on because that's just funny as shit. That was actually. It's pretty ridiculous. It's pretty ridiculous. That was funny as all hell. Um. The, what the market share on you bitches? The, the, I was about to say, as far as a collective, yeah, the market cap on yeah, you bitches is eighty-seven yeah. percent. <laughs> it's like the insurance industry. <laughs> it's everywhere. You gotta have insurance. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have insurance. That's the real shit. You bitches was definitely all over the place, and you kept seeing it. You just kept seeing. It. I just want to congratulate um, your fiance and my girl for not participating in the you oh, bitches sweepstakes. Man, listen, you know what I'm saying, give some claps yeah. for Lee and C with that man. Congratulations, ladies. Yeah. You do it. Yeah. When Lee got her truck, I said, "Don't you do it? You better not. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, don't you do start it. that shit." She had a nice, simple caption. You know, I never thought I'd be able to get this. You know, I was I was struggling the last couple of years trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Boom, 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 made it happen. Cool. But I've seen women go and get a car, and the first thing is, yeah, you bitches need to get on your bitches grind. Bitches counting me out. You bitches not hustling the way I'm hustling. <laughs> it's just like, wow. Bitches ain't bringing up more pussy than me. <laughs> <laughs> the vagina merchants. Bringing up more pussy. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's hear it for you bitches, man. Yeah, you bitches... Followed by anything. Yeah, I, I hope y'all have a better uh, 2023. Yeah, I hope I hope that the bitches you that y'all speak on stop hating on y'all. You know what I'm saying? That stop, would be great. Yeah, that would be great because everything would be a lot softer and easier. Than, you know what I'm saying? Them bitches be driving y'all up a wall. But yeah, definitely shout out to you bitches, man. Uh, positive. Let's go positive. Okay. We went ridiculous. Let's go positive. The best TRPE interview ah. of the year. There were six that stood out. Okay. We had a lot of good interviews this year. There were six that seemed to have a lot of fanfare behind them whenever they get mentioned. We have my personal favorite, because I'm a sports gambler, I'm a sports better. Shout out to our brother Raheem Palmer, Life and Times. Let's give us a clap up for that. The Life and Times of Raheem Palmer, we did that earlier this year, but we basically broke down his intro into sports betting, how he progressed, how he got to Vegas, how he got to where he was betting six figures on NBA games. A lot of people hit me and like, yo, I took a lot of shit. Like, no, y'all, what y'all was saying was real shit about being a deposit whore, how to build your bankroll, how to do this, how to find trends, how to get away from these big dumbass parlays that y'all keep fucking doing, but that's... Neither here nor there. A lot of people really enjoy Can you believe this 60-17 parlay didn't Bro, I had 19 games on this joint. <laughs> you believe I hit 16 of these motherfuckers? And I'll be like, I, I, I guess. You should have stopped. <laughs> <at 16. laughs> you should have stopped it, I guess. The funniest part is, motherfuckers do 16-leg parlays, and they adjust the lines. I seen a nigga the other day. He had a 16-leg parlay that was playing, paying plus 1400 I'm like, my nigga, How? He had all these adjusted lines where it's like, let's say Jamar Chase over for the game is 92 yards. Mm -hmm. He moved it all the way down to 25. And it's just like, of course he's going to have 25 <laughs> yards. Like, what the guarantee. fuck? Like, what the fuck? But somehow you still find the one miss in the and it's just yeah. stop doing this dumb ass shit. We're going to get Rob back up here yes. to do a don't do this in betting episode. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Straighten y'all out a little bit more. Get y'all some act right. Yeah, we're going to get the Bryson Tiller uh, at don't. Don't. <laughs> yeah, like, all show. 
I try to, yo, I literally, me and Sticks was talking, I'm, I'm literally just breaking it down where it's all trends. That's all this shit is. Finding a trend and exploiting it. I've said it before. If you want a trend that you can just bet on, bet against the Grizzlies third quarter. It's crazy. Somebody's writing me right now. Uh, it has to be Life and Times of Raheem Palmer. Very impactful interview. Been listening to his gambling podcast shows ever since, and he's been God on with the picks. No, like literally right, as we're recording. We, like, and and I, I, I told Sticks, yo, you want a, a fucking trend to go against the Grizzlies third quarter? Bet against them. They're terrible in the third quarter. Yesterday, the, the Grizzlies played the Warriors. Third quarter, Warriors scored 38, Grizzlies scored 28. It's an easy win. It's just it's certain trends you just find in betting that you don't have to pick 94 games and wait till Tuesday to see if this parlay <laughs> went. Nigga got the Monday night game, Tuesday <laughs> afternoon game, all this shit on one parlay. You don't have to do that. Um, I got LaSalle lacrosse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You they, know, men, they said a yeah. men's team is, you know, ranked top 300. Yeah, in the I got Drexel Field Hockey <laughs> waiting on that to start. It's not, it's, there's no cameras, but they going to update <laughs> every five minutes online, so I'll see that. Drip sold separately with Tyron Barnes. Shout Excellent out, shout out to T Barnes. Give some claps up for T Barnes. Uh, that was a very, very good episode where he talked about the transition of him wanting to have, wanting to play in the NBA and having NBA dreams, and how a lot of people realize that the NBA isn't happening, and then they they don't know what to do. They don't know yep. how to transition. So him showing is like, yo, I always like dressing. I was always in the fashion, and him being able to turn his basically his alliances in professional basketball into an industry to where now he's a stylist for real live basketballs and celebrities. And it's like, it was a very, very good episode that Absolutely. he did. Broke that down. Rico Mania with Kev. That's a Patreon exclusive. If you're not on Patreon, you didn't hear that. But everybody was like, yo, that might be your best joint on Patreon. Where yeah. he came in, we did that at his crib, and he broke down Everything going on with Rico's and indictments from the federal level and the state. Why it's unconstitutional, everything. And he, he spoke from a lawyer standpoint. That's what you always say, the TRPE Avengers. Where we got a lot of people like Ra, like Kev, in these specific fields that can come in and talk about this in a manner to which you're not going to get everywhere else around the yeah. zone. So shout out. Yeah, shout out to Rico Mania with Kev. He just did another banger with Kev, also on yes, Patreon. Yes. Get on the Patreon. Get on the Patreon. I don't know what you're waiting on. Patreon.com slash I'm going to tell you, I'm here to tell you, 2023, things going to change. Oh, yeah, yeah. You might not like it. Yeah, real shit. We might not be pinging the uh, RSS feed as much because everything's... Joe, I took some advice from Joe Budden. He said, oh, they said, how do you separate uh, paywall content from the regular content? He said, oh, everything's paywall content. Y'all get this shit when y'all get it. Yeah. Put it free, but everything goes. And, that, and honestly, I was thinking about it watching. I'm just like, dog, like everything we do needs to be on Patreon. And then some of the shit we do needs to be on this. Feed. Yeah. That makes all the sense yep. in the fucking world. Straight up. So shout out to Kev over there. The ultimate hustler with Barb. Barb is such a lightning rod of a figure because she, she's charismatic. She's not afraid to talk her shit, pop her shit. She's a little shy, I believe And she don't like to talk. She's shy <laughs> as when it comes to talking. But once she starts talking, she turns the Barb switch on, and you, it's undeniable. She had that fucking reel that went crazy on TikTok and everything. With the, we all fucking such and such. What yeah. the fuck is the issue? And Barb is my pick in this because she promised me a hookah and a platter. She wins. <laughs> so, Barb is my personal choice. Barb, I heard fixing the, <laughs> fixing the TRP. <laughs> hey, the, the beauty in it is we for sale. That's we we the, are for that's sure. That's the beauty of the shit. Um, life hacks with Herm and Kev Dolce. Let's give it up for those brothers yes, over man. there. I have had no less than... 15 different people tell me that episode changed the way they were doing shit or changed their life. Absolutely. No bullshit. 
So many people have spoke to me about that episode. We had a TikTok from that episode that did 300 and some thousand views yep. on TikTok from that shit. Like, that episode went everywhere. And then, last but certainly not least, that marketing plan was me with our brother Jay Petty over there at 14th and Market. 14th. That episode, all around, that episode was like Magic Johnson to the rest of it. Like, that shit could do everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because it was a mindset shifter. Right. And he talks about specific examples of being in corporate culture, industry, and a lot of people that listen to this show have corporate jobs and things like that. And they're struggling with trying to balance finding, um, not finding, but showing as much of them Mm -hmm. while also meeting the corporate ethos and all of that stuff. And it's like a balancing act and trying to, you know, not do too much or whatever, whatever the case may be, um, while also trying to advance your career. Right. And he talked specifically around those points, specific things that he worked on, ideas that he had, uh, different, you know, installations for ad companies and this and this and things that worked, things that didn't work. And he was just very bold and very honest about all of it. What is your pick out of these? I don't know. I, I have a hookah and a platter, so <laughs> I know what I'm picking. I yeah. don't know. Um, I love all of these for different reasons. Um, mm. It's tough, right? It's very tough. When you look at it, because it's like every interview had so many. Yeah, this is, and keep in mind, this is our best interview work we've ever done. Mm-hmm. As far as. Interviewing the right people at the right time, asking the right questions, and getting the right answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so they all mean so much to me. So I I want to say, for me, it's between Jay Petty, the Dolce Brothers, and Barb. Okay. If if I'm narrowing it down. Life and Times is the one I've probably listened to the most. Or the J. Petty one. I've listened to that a yeah. couple of times. Uh, I want to narrow it down to J. Petty and Barb. Okay. And then we flip a coin uh, at that point. I don't know. I, I'm not. I don't have a coin. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Okay. All right. Heads. Flip it. Tails. What is that? Heads. Heads. So what was heads? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't. We didn't uh, identify what was heads. That's the problem. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was a fail. That was. That was awful. Dan, what you think? Jay Petty or the Barb interview? Best interview of the Best year. Interview? Hmm. Dan didn't know about them hookahs. Right. Hookahs be busting. Apparently, I, I, I'm the only one that wasn't off yeah. the Because I would have put my vote in a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? I'm going with Barb. I'm going with Barb. I'm, I'm, I'm down with Barb because... The impact it did with our YouTube, too. It was like, yes. It was like the turnover of our YouTube starting to gain momentum. Yeah. The honestness, the brashness, 
Um, just being transparent and just being and willing it's a to woman. say everything. And, and we, we, like, people always complain. For women. People always be complaining about like not having women representation, and we got one. It was like a lightning rod of yeah. it. I, so, women, we hear you. Yeah, we hear you, women. We need need to interview Barb fifty times a right. year. Yeah, it's like <laughs> shit. It's like we can get fucking forty nine more with Barb's. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with Barb. I'm happy with. I'm happy to give it to Barb. My hookah and my wings. That's <laughs> up. Like I told you I was gonna hold it there. <laughs> I was the side factor. That's funny as shit. Shout out to Barbara. Shout out to everybody, man, who came through. Shout out to everybody who's coming through. Yeah. We got a lot of interviews. We got a humongous John. We waiting to see. Yeah. We might we, we might waiting. lock it down. Now Jay Petty. If we'd have got our uh, Travis Scott merch. Yes, we never got the Travis <laughs> merch. We never got the care package. Because again, we're for, we're for sale. sale. <laughs> That's the reality of this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But yeah, we got some huge joints on the table that we trying to figure out huge. and lock in. Yeah. You know, we 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 rolling. We doing our thing. Yeah. Shout out to everybody who's willing to come through and not on no whole shit and just being being a a, a a vessel for us to help get the message out and have these conversations and talk and not be afraid because this you'd be surprised. This is intimidating to some people. Yeah, lights and cameras. It just it it just is. So shout out to everybody. Shout out to everybody nominated. Shout out to Barb. Um. I want to do the little Boosie. <laughs> come on now, come dog. on now, dog. Like, so we the got second annual. We got a co-winner. Co-winner this year. Uh, for two totally different reasons. Two completely different reasons. Uh, both equally ridiculous. Again, for different reasons, though. Yes. Whack one hundred, booty out, <laughs> on clubhouse, cursing niggas the fuck out. I ain't gonna hold you. I thought it was a joke. No, it's, there's, there's proof. There's yeah, photographic proof. I thought proof. that was a joke. Booty out, hotel room, yeah. on clubhouse. It's like a cattle lodge. Yeah. Like, not a very nice hotel. <laughs> Booty out. <laughs> no, because what you need to do, blood. Yeah. No, 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 no. Fuck that. I, I slap blood. 21 Savage is a bitch. Booty out. Getting out of the shower and putting on just a T-shirt. <laughs> Or not, whatever the fuck was the reason. It was Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. <laughs> the Winnie the Pooh look yeah. is always strange for me. Yeah, that. the Winnie the Pooh shit is is weird already. It only works on attractive women. And yeah, it's weird already. But for you to lay down Winnie the Pooh style with your ass out and get on the live. With your legs kicked up. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> what's happening, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely the He's thing. earned his award. He earned that come on down dog. <laughs> <laughs> he earned it. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a that's a clean nobody disagrees. No. Unanimous. Nobody disagrees. That's funny as shit. Now Charleston. Yo. Charleston White. He had an SMH moment of the year, but really it <sighs> wasn't him. It was the person that he did it to, yeah. but he did it. But his recap was so funny, Yo. he had to win the award. Charleston White, pepper sprayed, <laughs> soldier boy, and about eight other decrepit looking yeah. little niggas in Miami during Rolling Loud. Uh-huh. His recap of him pepper spraying these niggas was so funny, I laughed for a week straight. <laughs> 
He said, yeah, I ain't going to show you what the spray is, but this is I'm going to turn the label around. It's just say, it's just say jail. <laughs> <laughs> and then it came out in this orange foam. He said, it said, Soulja Boy got a new dance. He said, ah, damn, bro, you tripping. Ah, damn, bro, you tripping. Yo, it just say jail. It say jail. <laughs> Charleston White is funny as shit. Not man. to mention, Charleston White staged uh, a g- pulling out a gun at, a, at yeah. another. He said, man, niggas paying for this entertainment. I'm going to give them their money's yeah. worth. Nigga pulled the blicky out. Don't you ever come up to me, nigga? I got a gun in my hand. Nigga, we sit next to each other. Fucking insanity, yo. Oh, <sighs> damn. Bruh, you tripping. Did you see him talking about the whole gunner and them shit? Yeah. He's like, shit, nigga, this day, man, you got his crew of 20 niggas. Shit, for 16, I'm going to tell. I'm about four niggas, son. <laughs> He's like, how many of y'all 27? Yeah, you got about two. Yeah, about two. We <laughs> got two. This nigga's gonna stand inside. <laughs> you got two that's gonna stand. <laughs> hey, what the fuck you expect? That nigga is funny as shit, man. But yeah, that was definitely a come on now, dog. Like, that was stupid as shit. Prepper spraying Soldier Boy is like, for what? Like, what did Soldier Boy do? He said, as soon as I see him, get out the car. As soon as I see Soldier Boy, so I, so I told the girl, get out the way. <laughs> <laughs> you want to stand back in his head? Get out the way. It just said jail. Damn. That was funny as shit. <laughs> oh. Congratulations, I guess. So, yeah. Charleston and Wack earned. Wack definitely earned his job. Booty out. Yeah, that was crazy. We need a poo style. Yeah. Cursing niggas out. On Pyru, blood. When I see blood, he getting a DP on the hood, on the set. Like, don't tell me I'm getting DP when you naked. <laughs> you naked from the waist down? <laughs> yeah, don't tell me that, man. Like. Because now I think you talk about double penetration. Yeah, I don't know what like, you're talking about. I don't know what about. you got. I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't know on, what goofy man. blood got going on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what goofy blood got going on. Real shit. So I guess clap that up for Wack 100. And we gonna like so, mix yeah. <laughs> with the spooky butt. Oh, <laughs> shit. Get a spooky clap. Sneaker of the year, man. We all sneaker niggas. Dan got a gazillion pair of sneaks lying around. You're selling sneakers every day. Yeah. I contemplated selling some sneaks the other day. I just ordered the, uh, I, I had to do it. I just ordered the Travis Scott's, the, the black Phantoms. Yeah, I don't like them. Do you know, I don't really care for that low dunk, low Jordan. That's my. Those are my favorite ones. I don't like that shit. The uh, the the brown ones uh, is like my favorite joints. You know how I, know, I also know Jordan is a fucking maniac watching Last Dance again when that nigga played at Madison Square Garden in the Jordan ones. Remember he was like he played he scored fifty five. He was like his feet was bleeding at the yeah. end. And I'm like I believe him because Jordan yeah. ones hurt <laughs> yeah, that yeah, fucking sure. much. Definitely That's how I know Mike's does. a psychopath. That nigga played a game of basketball in them joints. Like Jordan is fucking nuts. Uh, sneakers of the year this year. It wasn't a crazy sneaker. Nah, it wasn't a crazy year. It wasn't a year. crazy, crazy year. I had somebody, when they when I dropped this yesterday, he hit me and was like, yo, why the new uh, Retro 11, the red one's not on there? It's like, because we don't live in Puerto Rico. Right. <laughs> or Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, we, we, don't, we don't need those. You know what I'm saying? The, uh, I think the, culturally, those of us with any type of taste have moved past like the freaky color Jordan 11. That's why I was going to sell my win like 96s. Cause I'm like, I don't see me there. There. And they, you can still get a nice dollar for them. Yeah. I don't see me ever putting on an all red patent leather. 
Yeah. Like, unless I'm in a dance competition. <laughs> Dancing with the stars. Like, there's really I mean, no reason yeah. to wear a red. It's, it, you know, it's funny you say this, because me and Jules having this conversation where it's like, how many sneakers did we acquire over the years where you look back and you just like, what, like, what am I going to do with all my LeBrons? My, like, my LeBron 10s not and my LeBron. Not like, what am I doing with these? Go down to 24-hour fitness and get, get your hoop on. That's about it. Like, you're never going to put on a, a, the, the cork LeBron 10 with an outfit. Yeah. But at the time, the cork LeBron 10 was everything. Was that work? Was that work? I got but all the World Cup Air Force was. I should have I made it to <laughs> I had a reason to work. But there's a lot of sneakers where you look back and you're just like, yo, I, I don't tripping. like. like yeah, the hype will get you. Yeah. Yeah. I got to have these. You get them home, you're like, what the fuck what am the I doing? What the fuck was I doing? Why did I get the Dornbecker 13? Yeah, when I stood in line for the pink foams, the breast cancer oh, Jones, I was like, I am my. a dickhead. Somebody, I think it was was uh, one of them Philly rappers, he posted a picture the other day, and he had on like an all-black outfit, but he had on like a, a bronze Montclair with the bronze, bronze. foams. <laughs> and somebody in the comments was like, yo, this nigga the only nigga on the planet still wearing foams. <laughs> I, I said it to Jules. Him and Wale. <laughs> I said it to him. He's like, fuck y'all. I'm like, dog. Foam posits. Remember that shit? We used to wait in line. Eggplant foams, yep. electric blue foams, red Shadow foams. foams. What the fuck am I going to do? What am I going to do? Like, I turn them up to do with two more kids. Like, what am I going to do with two, <laughs> two more foam Two more fat-ass foam posits. <laughs> what am I going to do with two more fat-ass foam posits? Real shit. Sneakers is, is, is crazy because, it, again... Like, lifestyle, that's trumped everything. So, I don't give a fuck. Remember back in the day, you would go get a sneaker just because Scottie Pippen was wearing it, or yep. Barkley was wearing it, or Rodman was wearing it, or Penny was wearing it. Now, I don't give a fuck what these basketball players are wearing. They wearing the shit we wear. Hell no. What little baby wearing? <laughs> that's what I need to have on. That's kind of where it go now. So, sneakers of the year this year, we had the Nike 6 Mamba Cita. A lot of controversy around lot, this shoe. A lot of controversy behind that shoe. Um, I hate Nike for the way they handled everything yeah. when it comes to that. Um, Kobe Bryant was such a polarizing figure, and the way he died tragically, y'all was supposed to open up the floodgates. Y'all was supposed to make it to where everybody out here had a pair of Kobe Bryant's yep. as a fucking tribute and respect to that man, Instead, they cut the supply. And for y'all <laughs> to get to the point where the retro Grinches cost more than the original Grinches. I don't know what the fuck is happening. I had two pair of retro Grinches. I sold both of them, Jones. Made a nice penny. And I'm an original sneaker guy. I'm not none of these. I hate the term sneakerhead. I don't like that shit. Like, when I tell you we was getting sneakers back in the day from, like, Nike talk. Like, we was doing shit like that. Nike town. Like, all that shit in Hawaii. Like, we were really, really getting. I remember getting Viatech fucking uh, rainbow dunks for $55 out of East Bay. To see them now selling for $1,200 is just like... Yeah, I had my Viotex on this weekend. What the fuck is going on? Like, we were getting those for $55. So to see the Nike, the way they handled the Kobe's was just trifling. It was a mess. It just was an absolute mess. But the Mamba Cedars were fucking decent. The New Balance Fresh Good 960s. Um, I got both 90 pair. 9060. I said the 960. The 9060. I got both pair. I got the cookies and the baby blue. I haven't even worn the cookie ones yet. The, um, they're comfortable as shit. Every time I put on the baby blue ones, I get a reaction. People, because I got big feet. So when you yeah. see it, it's like, fuck. Like every time I wear them, we was at the Pusha T concert. I'm coming out of the bathroom. Niggas stopped me and shit was just like, hey, not on some weird shit. They hard, big dog. I'm like, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Like every time I wear them, I get a reaction from those. The, the Nike Air Force One Louis Vuitton collection. Yeah. They went to Sotheby's auction. 
the the original ones, the yeah. brown ones with the big ass suitcase, mm-hmm. they were selling for astronaut. Like it's pairs that sold for like 170 grand, 130 grand, and then they released all the colorways: the blue, the green, the red, the all the white. Seventeen pairs, seven, seventeen or eighteen or some shit like that. Yeah, little baby said he got like thirteen of them. Yeah, they were everywhere. Um, I wrote this to be funny because I don't know what they're called. The Rick Owens boxing boots. <laughs> them shits, the Muhammad Ali ass boots yeah. are all the uh, strings. Oh, yeah, they real live wrestler boots. I don't know what, what are they called? I don't know. Okay, so Rick Owens wrestling boots it is. Them shits was everywhere. Um, the second generation of the New Balance protection pack. I put it in as a whole. I got two of them. I got the pink ones and the purple ones. Dan got the gray ones. They released the orange pair. Mm-hmm. They released... Oh, you got the navy blue ones, too. Yeah, navy blue. He got the navy blue and the, and the gray. They released the orange pair, the pink ones, the the royal blue and purple Jones I got, and it's another colorway. It was dope to see them do that navy blue pair because that was always my... That navy blue with the... Uh, I don't even know what the fuck you call it, the other blue, whatever yeah, the case may be. That was always my favorite pair of 574s okay, back okay. in the day. Yeah. So to see them do that, I was like, damn, that's dope. Because that was like a slept-on colorway. Yeah, they 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 put the protection pack out for the second generation because they, they didn't know that the first drone was going to do what it did. So, you know, it was decent to see them come back with the second ones. I put this on here because I've seen them everywhere. The Salehi Bembry Cross. I need them, by the way. Yo, they've dramatically dropped in yeah. pranks. But, no, but here go the crazy part. The first two, because they came with that box, that like rock box. Yeah, they up, up there. Up, it was up. a pair of them selling in a 15 for 1500 yeah. All like, the other drones you get for a beat. Yeah, you get them drones. The little my man got a pair around the corner. <laughs> like, all the other ones you can just grab in the street. The black ones, the white mm-hmm. ones, the sky blue, the lime green, all of that shit. But the Salehi Bembry Crocs deserve to be on there. The lost and found Jordan ones seem to be the one Jordan this year that like people was like, yeah. I need these. When they got them, they actually held their value a little bit. It wasn't real Puerto Rico-ish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. They seem to do good numbers. And the Teddy Santis made in the USA collection with New Balance. Yeah, the whole collection. The whole joint. New Balance. Remember last year we gave a whole joint to New Balance. New Balance is just. They're not letting up. They're not letting up. up. Another shoe that didn't make it, but was was an excellent shoe, the Bodega 9060 that just dropped. Right, right, right. Fire. With Shit. the blue and the brown the blue and the, the brown, yeah. John. Yeah, yeah. They just came out. Just so came yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Somebody got a pair in a 15 on eBay for 1400 I'm like, here we go with the nut <laughs> shit. Like, but uh, what you got in this? You 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 got a good sneaker. Uh, I'm going to go with the Nike Air Force One collection. I kind of think you have yeah. to. As, as far as impacting culture and, you know, elevating sneaker culture and all of that, uh, the fucking, you know, the Brooklyn... Uh, LV rollout and all of that old shit. They took over Brooklyn, like stuff like that. And that was the crown jewel of the release was the, um, you know, was the, was the air force one or whatever the case may be. And literally seeing something that sneaker customizers were doing in the early two thousands. No, there was like a little cart in the gallery where you come drop your air force ones off, you pick your pattern and they could fucking put the Gucci or the Louie or whatever mm-hmm. in the toe box and the check and shit like that. But to see that come full circle to where Nike is on board because of Virgil and all of that and literally do a whole collection of Air Force Ones was very, very impressive Mm -hmm. because it's an iconic shoe. Louis Vuitton Vuitton has, you know, become the most iconic fashion uh, house or whatever the case may be. So to see them two to come together, two leaders of industry and do something that they did that fucked up culture the way it did was amazing. Yeah. I think I think that was the clear winner. Give a give a hand clap to Louis Vuitton collection Air Force One. I think they got it. The grubber. I'm not talking about cash. Okay. I'm not gonna cash. You know, y'all are y'all are in the streets. I'm not. Y'all are in the streets yeah. allegedly. <laughs> 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 
All right, we did sneakers. We did annoying captions. You bitches can't forget y'all. Ah, here go a good one. Let's do this. The pimp C, we some family man, and we getting, getting this paper. Because that's what we is. We some family man, and we getting this paper. We're giving this award this year to Jigga Man. Hova. Hova. Sean Carter. Jay-Z. For what Jay started out as where he was just like, a renegade street nigga who was trying to take down everybody ho. Yeah. To see him. He was the Drake of his day. He was the Drake of his day. You know, and and Drake at times is just, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't see an ending in sight that's good for all of this. Spike's going to stab Aubrey. Yeah, yeah. Because you hitting everybody's bitch. Yeah. You're not supposed to hit everybody's. He got no picks. No picks. No. And then I'll talk about you. That's not good for business. Kanye said, when it's war, Drake will fuck your baby mama's mama. Yeah. Yeah. Niggas are like, wait, what? When it's war, Drake will have sex with your baby mama's mama. Right. Jay-Z was number one on the Forbes list again this year. He recently, because of Kanye's antics, became the uh, official number one on the rap list for for money. He's officially worth $2 billion. Um Man got three lovely kids. Beyonce's still dropping crazy-ass music. Apparently, Gotti was like, he got some crazy situation waiting overseas for them. Yeah. Remember with the whole situation? Yeah, it's barely an eight-figure situation waiting over there. Um, Jay has become the personification of family man getting his paper. Yeah, for sure. And he's also become the best representation of hip-hop culture on the whole as far as what you can do and what you can accomplish. Mm -hmm. He's literally in private meetings with Jeff Bezos about, like, yo, is we going to buy a football team? Are we going to buy a basketball team? What we doing, baby? You know what we doing? He got his, his shit in the Twitter and all of that shit. Yeah, like, well, uh, Square. Yeah, yeah, Square, yeah. Like, you know, Jay, he... He's a nigga, man. He's, he's like, the guy. He's a nigga. You like, know what I'm saying? If you think of getting this paper and being a family man, it's it's we already gave it to LeBron. It's like, yeah. God damn it, like, Jay all's left. <laughs> like, one of you niggas got to get married in this upcoming year. <laughs> exactly. One of you niggas got to stop fucking niggas bitches. Like, you know, next year. Like, Jay-Z is, is uh, and that watch collection, man. You, you just. It's nasty. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's Jay. I, it, what else can you say? I mean, you don't even have to sell it. When it's Jay, you ain't really got to sell it, but so much. Like, he, he's, a, he's a role model. He's a leader. He's, you know, uh, you know, he has his own form of activism that he does. Uh, you know, he's the, the, the heart and soul of uh, reform. You know, literally freeing thousands of people out of jail, getting laws changed. Mm-hmm. He's the nigga. He's that guy. He's the guy, man. Shout out to Jay-Z, man. Shout out to Jay-Z, man. And he's getting his paper award. Um, the Lifetime Finesse Award. <laughs> Every year we like to acknowledge a person or something that has just finessed for years and keeps on figuring out a way to finesse. Right. <laughs> and no one has done that over the last couple of years, culminating in the last year and a half into this year through the panorama, than Big Tobacco. Absolutely. Big Tobacco, Philip Morris, all these different things. They were... The cigarette kings. They had Marlboro. They were the Virginia Slims. They were the cigarette kings. And cigarettes, it's funny because the way it was marketed in the, in the 60s, 70s, 80s, cigarettes had like a sex appeal. It was them. cool. Like It was cool. Get the bitches. 
spark up. Even they, when you watch older movies mm-hmm. and older television shows, you'll see the the conversation between a man and a woman got a light and she'll light yeah. it. <laughs> like that you was see the women with the uh, cigarette holder, holder yeah. and, like cigarettes were marketed it was sexy as a sexy. What Paul Moody say? Sexy <laughs> debonair. Like, <laughs> it was like a cool thing to do. And throughout the '90s and the 2000s, cigarettes became ugh, disgusting. Yeah, the fuck is wrong with you? you? Can't smoke cigarettes on Earth. On Earth, they been you. I remember going to restaurants back in the day, and you would walk in and be like, "Yeah, can we get a table for four? Smoking or, or non-smoking? Yeah, because you could hotel ba- same thing. You could bang the port. You know, you could smoke on an airplane back in the yeah. day. Yeah, that shit was that normal. You could just smoke cigarettes everywhere. And once they started banning, remember Cedric Center? Niggas got to go outside to get a smoke now <laughs> out there in the cold. Like, they started to ban it everywhere, and it became this, like, oh, you smoke cigarettes, disgusting thing. So Big Tobacco kind of lost. Big yeah. Tobacco was, like, on the losing end for the first time ever. And the way that they came back with e-cigarettes, vaping, and this hookah shit, it's unfucking believable. Yep. Hookah now is as sexy as cigarettes was in the 40s. Sexier. It's sexier. You want to get a bitch in the club, get her a hookah. Yeah, the, the first question that almost any woman asks when you're trying to take her somewhere is, do they got, do they hookah? got hookah? Yeah. Because if they don't got hookah, where are we going? Yeah, we're going somewhere else. This is not it. I have seen hookah at funerals. I've seen hookah at weddings. I've seen hookah at baby showers. Hookah at baby showers. Gender reveals, all that shit. Secondhand emphysema. (laughs) Just all in the baby's face. Yeah, secondhand birth defects. It's it's (laughs) up. Hookah is as sexy as cigarettes was in the fucking mid-1900s. And that is a finesse upon finesse. How much did you say that... uh, Jewel Company is worth now since twenty five billion or yeah. some shit total altogether. Yeah. yeah, and they paid how much for it? I think it was like three or three. Yeah, yeah. and now it's worth twenty five. But here go the crazy part: the Philip Morris Company owns so much shit now. They own Kraft cheese. They own all kinds of shit now. And now it's time to diversify. Yeah, yeah. Stop smoking over the cheese, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. Banging cigs while you're packing it up. <laughs> Philip Morris came back and got it, nigga. They, big Tobacco came, and, and this hookah shit, it's international now. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Here go the crazy part. Al Facker, the, the company who makes the, the, biggest, the biggest shisha importer yeah. and shit, they import into Columbia, South Carolina. They import into there. One of their major plants is in California. You know who is partnered in the major plant? Philip Morris. Of course, yeah. of course. <laughs> we got the monopoly, nigga. Crazy as like, shit. Got the monopoly. You can leave it over let's, there. Yeah, I, I, we can hold on. Yeah, we can finish up. Like, yeah, nah. Philip Morris, big tobacco, they, they, like, tobacco's never going anywhere. If you think tobacco's ever leaving, you're out of your you're mind. You're a fucking fool. You're a fucking fool. We gonna, we, listen, we gonna get Drake on board. <laughs> Drake is on board with the hookah shit. Yeah. He smokes hookah in every video he does now. Yep. He had a dance-sized hookah in that oh. one video from Honestly Nevermind. The nigga, the, the video he did with Lil Baby for uh, Staying Alive, the nigga's a doctor. He walked into the fucking main room in the hospital and started banging a hookah. Yeah. I'm like, how are you smoking hookah in the hospital? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Big Tobacco, man. Getting it all straightened out. Definitely Lifetime Finesse Award. It's crazy to think that when you, like Boeing, when you too ingratiated, you ain't going no motherfucking where. You're going to be around forever. 
just is what it is. Give them some hand claps, yep. man. Too vital to the overall econ- uh, economic well-being of a nation. We're closing in on this. We got two more categories and one more award to give away. I want to do this category. I've been saving it. Things we aren't taking in the into 2023 awards. Yes, indeed. My first vote was lemon pepper. <laughs> and I had people... It made me chuckle. I had people that was like, what the fuck is wrong? And I'm like, yo, I think we can go ahead... Spooky button one time for me. I'm going to go ahead and say it if nobody else wants to say it. Lemon pepper sucks. It yeah. fucking stinks. Once y'all start like, making lemon pepper grits, uh, you took it too far. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I've had lemon pepper wings... <laughs> In no short 25 different places. Yeah. Two times I've had it where I was like, this is good. It's too easy to fuck up. It's it's just not it's just not good. It's not like uh honey barbecue. Right. That that that's pretty good. Honey everywhere. barbecue slaps. Everywhere. Lemon pepper, you don't know. Yo, I've had lemon pepper wings that don't taste like shit. It's like, yo, I don't taste pepper or lemon. <laughs> then I've had lemon pepper wings where it's too much lemon. It's too much pepper. Yeah. It's too much of both. It let me out. I feel you. Lemon pepper can go. I co-sign this. Panda dunks. This is one of yours. Oh my God, yo. <laughs> Panda dunks at this stage of life are reserved for yard work, going on drills. Yeah. Um weddings. Weddings. Impromptu weddings. <laughs> Impromptu weddings. Yeah. Uh, if you got to, like, fuck an op nigga bitch, you need some yeah. traction, use your panda dunks, you don't mind balling them Jones up. Any type of thing that, like, low vibrational activity, yeah. panda dunks. Panda dunks. And they've become the official shoe, the official dick shoe of white girls everywhere. They got rid of forces. They got rid of forces and copped up on panda dunks. Yeah, the panda dunks. I've dunk. seen some decrepit, choked up <laughs> panda dunks. <laughs> The last two years, really, <laughs> highs, lows, they came out with some premiums. They said, oh, y'all niggas, oh, y'all niggas like these Panda Dunks, I, nigga? I went, put some Croc skin on these I went to Lifetime Fitness with my homie. You know, they be balling at Lifetime. Yeah. I was in there lifting weights or whatever. And the nigga walked in. He had on, like, regular clothes and shit. And he had a bag with him, whatever, whatever. And he's like, yo, I'm, I'm running next, whatever, whatever. And they was like, yo, we about to run now. Come on, we need a, we need a Tim. You can hop in this show. And he was like, all right, bet. The nigga ran over. I saw the panda dunk come out of his bag. I said, he better not. <laughs> they was his boss, yeah. nigga. <laughs> I said, what, man? All purpose. All purpose. Nigga yeah. has a panda dunks to hoop in, man. Jada Pinkett Smith. Self-explanatory. Self-explanatory. Not a nice woman. Yeah, it's just, it is what it is. Instagram names that begin with bodied by. I, I mean, it's self-explanatory. Y'all go get them little fucking uh, ultrasound machines and then <laughs> change your ad name to bodied by something. And next thing you know, you rubbing grease all over bitches and tell them that's how they're going to get straight and yep. lose 58 pounds is, is, is not real. Yeah, come to me for 92 more sessions yeah. at 500 a 500 pop. 500 a pop. I'm going to get you right. Yeah. You ain't got to never go to the gym. Yeah. Who cares that your heart fell? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Look Who cares that your heart failing? Oh, shit. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this young lady's name. Is it oh, Krishan? Krishan Rock. Krishan Rock and Blueface. I honestly never tapped into them, but every time I see them, it's annoying. Yeah. I was I, just watching their show last night on Zeus. They have an actual show? Yeah, they got a show, nigga. Oh, my Crazy God. in Love. I know that's terrible. Uh, the thing is, though, their relationship has become... So big and so much uh, like 
public record or whatever that the tide has turned where everybody thought Blueface was abusing her and now they realize she's abusing him. Like, he's the victim. And everybody's like, oh, we had this thing all wrong. She comes from a crackhead <laughs> family of Baltimoreans. I seen somewhere he stole her pop. Dr. Pop cleaned the Then the pop came back and snuck the him? The pop snuck him first. Oh, my goodness, man. But he was basically counting on Zeus security. To, and Blueface got away. He was like, oh, there you go, right there. Boop. <laughs> then he started throwing gang signs and shit. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the schoolyard champ, nigga. Oh, crip, nigga. Gender reveals. I think, oh, my God. I, I think they've ran its course. I don't need to see another one ever again. What's the purpose in it? I mean, we could cancel the baby shower, too, because nine times out of ten, the dad is not going to be there. Spooky y'all, y'all keep having baby by people's husbands. Yo, yeah. like, yo, the, the, the gender reveal and the, the baby shower without the... With no the, dad? With no family? What is this? It's just like... It's just the girl family. Yeah. Yeah. This is dumb. This is anything. This is stupid. This is just a little get together. This is just another way for y'all to beg. Y'all oh, motherfuckers, motherfuckers asking for gifts at the gender reveal. I don't even know what you having. with just bring cat. <laughs> bring cat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We gonna get to I the bottom. I don't even know what you having is real. Come get some of these wings and bring yeah. your Amazon gift card. Yeah. Cancel culture. I don't think we need that anymore. Yeah, I, I'm smoking on cancel culture tonight. We have a late entry. IG notes. Yeah. And then I wrote Instagram as a whole, maybe. Dog. The IG notes thing is weird. I almost responded to somebody. I, like, this chick has some spicy little message. I think she talking to me. I, was, <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Then I realized I was showing my age because me and her didn't have any DMs. Yo. I didn't know what the hell was going on. The IG notes thing is strange. Yeah, I've been debating on a couple of them girls. I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, it's my night. <laughs> <laughs> You get there is no history. <laughs> like, oh, shit. We, 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 nigga. we have another late entry I'm seeing now, which I honestly forgot all about. Conspiracy theories. theories yes. Mm. Yeah, this weekend, the conspiracy theories was running high. Yeah, I, I think we, I think conspiracy. Tory Lane's little sister said, and the people from Rock Nation are playing with my brother's mm-hmm. reputation. They was wild. Little girl, you don't get in that goddamn truck. <laughs> <laughs> get your ass out of here. What the fuck you know about the rock oh, nation? Oh, girl, you'll get your ass in that truck. <laughs> it's like, once you, like, black people have oh, jumped shit. the shark on conspiracy theories. Yeah, though. conspiracy theories. Once you theories. start letting the five-year-old participate yeah, in conspiracy, conspiracy theories. theories are running our lives at this point. <laughs> Real shit. Motherfucker will see some shit that is definite and be like, no, what I think? It'd be like, we don't, we don't need that. We don't need this. We don't need that. <laughs> Motherfuckers went as far as saying uh, the Lakers sacrificed Kobe for LeBron championship. And I'm just like, excuse me? <laughs> like, nigga, what? I kill all y'all, man. What the fuck <laughs> is you talking about? And last but certainly not least, COVID. Yeah. We've given up on COVID. We was at a comedy show last Tuesday. And my man Lawrence Killebrew was saying, he's like, yeah, I just had COVID. He was a excellent, few, by he the said, way. He said, he's like, yeah, I just had COVID a few months ago. Everybody was like, a few months ago? <laughs> you still catching COVID? Duh. What the fuck is going on? It's, it's almost like we don't give a fuck about COVID, so it's just like when you hear it, you like, wait, what? Yeah. COVID is, we so done with COVID, they just giving the regular flu out again. Remember yeah. before, it was, if you had a cough, anything, oh, you got COVID. What about a flu test? What about upper respiratory infection test? Nah. 
It's cool, cool. nigga. They back doing regular exams and shit. Because like, the money done. Yeah, yeah we ain't getting no more money. Ain't no more funding. Ain't no more subsidies. Ain't no more subsidies. Nobody got COVID. What you got on this? I really hate them panda dunks. I was going to say, I got a tie. <laughs> I got, if I honestly had to take something off of this list, I don't want to see anymore. I want to say lemon pepper, but the sad part is I'd give it another <laughs> shot. Like, like, <laughs> like, if you come up and be like, no, these lemon pepper Jones is the chef. Like, let, me, let me see what's, let what's up with these Jones. Let me see what's up with them Jones. This the right blend right yeah. here. <laughs> panda dunks. Somebody wrote me last night and said <laughs> on Twitter, it was like, my kids will fight you about their panda dunks. Oh, kids love them. <laughs> they love them. The kids, the, I, every, everybody I know who got kids got an 80 pair of panda dunks. Yeah. They get them every time they release. Yes. You know Nike released them shits three different times this year? Yes. Yeah. They about to do another release, yeah. though. And it's okay for the kids to like them. Yeah. Somebody had the drum where it was like, uh, they, it was like Nike boardroom. It was like, all right, sales are slow. What do we need to do? And then it was designer like panda, 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 <laughs> panda, panda, panda. panda. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to go with conspiracy theories. Yeah. It, uh, that was a late edition, but that's a very good one. If yeah, I have to I pick to, something to that I'm just like sick, like 100% sick of seeing... Because the fucked up part is like, as annoying as the panda box is, when a little nice little bitch got him on, you ain't looking panda. Little pandas. <laughs> <laughs> but Not to mention, Alex Jones just lost a billion that he don't have. Dog. Fucking around with conspiracy theories, and niggas is still like, no, because I'm Rock Nation. Talk about, <laughs> talk about the audacity of white males. Alex Jones had Kanye on his show saying all that crazy shit. And while that was going on, his lawyer was in court filing bankruptcy <laughs> on his behalf. Yeah. Like, imagine getting fucking a judgment against you for a billion dollars for you spewing all this nonsense. And while your lawyer is in the courtroom filing for bankruptcy so you don't have to pay that, you got a you nigga in a mask. More nonsense. You got a nigga in a mask spewing more nonsense, hitting the Hitler button like, repeatedly. Conspiracy theories is definitely yeah. Conspiracy theories gotta go. And gender reveals, and baby showers, and baby showers. Those need to get the fuck out of there. We're good on those. I'm with that. I think, All right, cool. Uh, yeah, cool. We got that. All right, last not category, but last award. Mm-hmm. This is the Kanye West <laughs> Meltdown, Meltdown Award. award. And no better person to receive it this year than Kanye, than Kanye West. West. Congratulations, Kanye. Congratulations. I don't think we need to discuss. I haven't seen anyone burn up a billion dollars since the Joker on Batman. It's not about money. <laughs> <laughs> he literally burnt it up. He went around the last two years. 24 hours. That nigga slid down the bread. That's still the greatest shit ever. Kanye literally fought with Forbes tooth to nail for three years to recognize him as a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Campaigned, once he got his indoctrination, campaigned on being the richest black man in American history only to turn around and just set the whole money on fire in the name of, like, he's mad at Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Like, I still don't quite... No, and we tried our best to try to make sense of this through a series of shows and try to and try to like give Kanye some leeway and out. There's nothing there. Like it's it's this nigga's crazy. It's insane. It's like Richard Pryor had an iconic uh comedy uh 
special, that nigga's crazy, that's Kanye West. That nigga's crazy. We all accept it. Even a crazy person has some form of like clairvoyant or or uh, or uh, what do you call it? Uh, moment of clarity here and there. But for the most part, nigga's crazy. Crazy as fuck, man. And I defended him. I'm one of the biggest defenders of the Kanye. We all did. We all defended him. We all defended him. And I jumped ship. We thought it was chestnut checkers. Yeah. It was trouble. Like, this nigga's playing fucking Yachty. Yeah, yeah, Yachty by himself. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, Kanye West is playing Clue. Like, this shit is crazy. I, I, I said there was no need to explain. <laughs> Kanye West wins the Kanye West Meltdown Award. And we're going to give you a clap. <laughs> There's just no way around it. Mix Kanye it up. Spooky clap. clap. This is one I've been waiting for because this was one we, we, we're going to probably battle about. This is yeah. the last award of the night. This is the MVP of 2022. To me, there were six things or people that stood out this year who were just, what can you say? They had a great year. Indeed. The nominees are Stephen Wardell Curry. Yes, indeed. Leo, or is it Wardell Stephen Curry? Wardell Stephen Curry, you're right. Leo Lionel Messi, 21 Savage, mm-hmm. 21. 21. 21. 21. 21. 21. Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. Sports Books, yeah, and Bad Bunny. I know my pick for this. I had someone who reached out to me on the comments and was like, how is Mbappe, Mbappe not on this and Lionel Messi is? I'm like, because Mbappe ain't fucking Lionel didn't Messi. Yeah, he didn't, <laughs> didn't win. Lionel Messi, what he did this year solidified himself as it's Pele and it's me. Yeah. Mbappe is coming. We know that. He's the nigga. He's the nigga. He had three goals in a fucking World Cup final game. We know he's coming. He's already sixth on the World Cup goals list. We know that. He made a boatload of money this year. Yeah. Francis, he, we, he's 24. We know he's coming. Yeah. Lionel Messi... Cap, he did Jordan hand up against the Jazz, nigga. Yeah. That's what Leo did this year. You know, he's got the most, he's got the, out of the top five most liked Instagram posts, he's got three of them. Damn. Like, the nigga just, he's everything. He won the World Cup. Did you see the, 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 the parade in Argentina for the World Cup? No. They projected that it would be two million people that showed up. Five million showed up. The parade went all through Buenos Aires, whatever the fuck it is, Argentina. Yeah. Where did it end? His house. They went to Lionel Messi's house. <laughs> <laughs> and Lionel Messi, like his whole like security, they like, no, man, y'all can't tweet. They straight took that shit to Leo's door. Like he's a god in Argentina. Yeah. Solidified. So that's the reason why Mbappe ain't the fuck on the list. For sure. What do you got in this? Um I've been talking about him all year. Killing these stadiums. <laughs> He's the reason why Drake made a goofy ass album. <laughs> it's Bad Bunny. He set the record for the most revenue ever generated on a tour. Mm-hmm. $485 million, I believe, was mm-hmm. the number. He was breaking his own record routinely at various stadiums. Soldier Field, uh, whatever the fuck the joint is in Orlando, uh, Miami Dolphins Stadium. 17, 18 million dollar gates, shit like that, like ridiculous. He has a 90-10 split with Sony. He's a fully independent artist. He has one of the he has the best selling album this year. Um, over three million copies sold. Um 
He's influential. He's breaking bears. He was on fucking uh, net on uh, Narcos Mexico. His influence on world culture is that of something we haven't seen in a very, very long time. And he's doing so in a modern day gender fluid way where it's like, I wear what I want. I do what I want. I'll kiss a nigga. Then nobody trips. Mm -hmm. And that's the cool part about it. And his influence on music culture and resetting the market on a lot of stuff to where a lot of other minority and black artists are going to be able to ride that wave and get favorable splits like him and him being the spearhead for that is inspirational enough for me to say it's him because nobody saw this shit coming. Mm -hmm. And he's still hanging after hours down Kensington. (laughs) He went to Sin City and threw 50,000. Then went to a, and nobody even knew who he was. Kensington after hours. Somebody (laughs) Somebody got smoked inside. And he's still drinking his bottles, right? Okay. I mean, <laughs> all right. I respect the Bad Bunny play. I honestly do, and I knew you was gonna go with Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, I knew it. My choice for this is FanDuel, DraftKings. Yeah, I know it's sports book. The sports books, <laughs> like when you talk about domination, and we we make jokes about people doing these ridiculous ass parlays. This shit adds up because y'all don't hit these parlays. So when y'all and y'all bet five, nine, eight dollars. As soon as you log on a sports book, they tell you this is trending right now. This is a big bet. Da, 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 da. Like eighty four thousand people bet this. You, 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 a lot of this shit has no hope. No. There's just no hope to to win any of these just, fucking things. Dumb. And I, <laughs> I went and looked this shit up. So what I did yesterday was I went to Legal Sports Report where they basically break down. Incomes and money and all these different things. Yeah. So sports betting is legal in 24 states, right? You know that. Mm-hmm. Not legal everywhere. Yeah, for sure. Can I read you the revenue for the states? Let's do it. 2022. This was last updated December 19th, 2022. Okay. About, a, about a week ago. <laughs> Arizona's revenue for the year, 478920000 million, Arkansas's revenue for the year, 25666000 Colorado's revenue for the year, 599387000 Connecticut's revenue, $130,539. Delaware's revenue, $80,745,000. Illinois, $1.2 billion. Indiana, $830 million. All the degenerates down. Iowa, $319 million. Kansas, $10 million. They taking it light down there in Kansas. Louisiana, $162 million. Maryland, $67 million. Michigan, $705 million. Mississippi, $213 million. Montana, $14 million. Nevada, $1.5 billion. New Hampshire, $120 million. New Jersey, $2.2 billion. Oh, my God. <laughs> New York, $1.2 billion. Oregon, $90 million. Pennsylvania, $1.4 billion. We on their ass, damn near, for New York and New and Nevada, Rhode Island, one hundred and fourteen million, South Dakota, eight hundred and ninety eight thousand, Tennessee, five hundred and ninety seven million, Virginia, six hundred and fifty three million, Washington D.C., fifty eight million, West Virginia, one hundred and forty two million, Wyoming, fifteen million. Total money earned in sports betting so far this year, thirteen billion two 
Yo, that knocks Bad Bunny's little As of, of last week. <laughs> so I know, I know people got busy yesterday. Jeez. $13 billion in revenue. They're probably going to crack 15 before the year is over. That's nuts. That show you, you see now why Rod was like, yo, if we get a spare six, seven million, you got to start a sports book. Yeah. Like, yeah. And just imagine all the money that they give away so you can bet more. Dog. You better stack, you need to stack back. Like I tell people all the time, when you do these big dumbass parlays and y'all see the one nigga who hit the joint where he's put $7 and won 33000 they don't give a fuck about paying him that 30000 because what's going to happen is 8 million people is going to bet $5 mm-hmm. on the joint that isn't going to win. And they done picked up 40 fucking million dollars <laughs> in that. Give him 33 Yeah, it's going to get 33 grand. Then we can get a free stay, man. You know what <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Like... All he is is a marketing tool for the rest of you degenerates. They keep putting these, dumb keep putting these dumbass bets in that can't win. I'd rather have a million people put a dumbass $8 bet in over anything. Here go the sickest part. You know how much have been paid in taxes for all the money that they've earned throughout the country in sportsbook? $13.2 billion earned. They've paid $2.1 million in taxes. I'm sorry, $2.1 billion oh, okay. in taxes. Right, right, right. Even still, $2.1 billion. Yeah, like what's the math on that? Like thirteen divided by two, or times two. So what is it? Uh, like twelve percent. Twelve percent. You imagine making thirteen billion dollars and oh, not owing more than fifteen percent <laughs> in taxes? Jesus Christ! So that was my pick with sports books. I fought for you, bad bunny. <laughs> That's kind of undisputed. The economics is just the economics is nomicking. Like, think about it. Barstool first year, they said they made seven hundred million with their sports book. Yeah, this shit is unreal. Yeah, that's how they able to give Pat Bev a big giant bag of money. How they able to give Gillian Wallow a big giant bag of money? Seven hundred million, dog. Like in one year, they said New. Think about when you see that New York made one point two billion this year, and I was like, yeah, they said that New York made they made more money than the fucking ticket authority. And New York just started. They just started even, two years ago. Yeah, they just started. They just Pennsylvania started. did one point four. Shit crazy. What's Maryland's so number? Because I because Maryland just cut their joint on. Yeah. They just got it. And it was like 67 million or some shit. 67 million. They like when I was in Maryland yeah, like, for just like, like a, a week couple months ago. Back in fucking April. Yeah. I couldn't sports bet. 67 million. 67 million. <laughs> Probably since June. I mean, you go on the gram. You look at all the bitches that be betting. Duh. I said all the time, I see women like straight up women who like do a bunch of nonsense. They be, I need to hit a ticket. Yeah. They'd be like, you need to sit your ass down, man. It is one chick I follow sell picks. Her name Miss Locksmith. Yeah, yo, that's another one that needs to Her end. Her joints be hitting though. She got Yeah, but the, the thought of buying, people say that shit to me and it just be like, how about you just sit down and watch <laughs> some fucking sports no. and figure this shit out Everybody's yourself. looking for the easy way out. You know that? That's right. I told Ra and hint. Year and a half ago. No. <laughs> oh, somebody actually asked that for one of the Patreon questions, and yeah. I'm going to talk about that, like, doing because I wanted to do it on our Patreon. But it's just like, you know, again, and, you know, pulling the curb back a little bit, I've had weeks where you just like, oh, shit, and you have weeks that aren't so great. But when I go on my joint, I'm plus, lifetime. Mm-hmm. On the, and I see a lot of people who aren't. Yeah. And it's just from throwing shit out there. You'd be surprised. Motherfuckers will bet on a game. They don't even know who's playing. I had a nigga the other day was like, yo, because I was like, yeah, the Nets going to smoke the Warriors. And he was like, you think? And I'm like, well, yeah, like with no Steph, no Draymond. He's like, oh, Steph ain't playing? Nigga, Steph been out for two weeks with his shoulder. <laughs> like, motherfuckers don't even know who playing yeah, in these yeah, games. Yeah. And they just betting shit. They don't give a fuck. 
They do not respect the art of sitting down and really, really trying to piece it the fuck together. That's why they'd rather pay somebody. I, uh, that shit is crazy. This girl I know, she was like, um, she, she tagged somebody that she get a pics from. And she like, I almost hit. And the chick said what you said. No, you would have hit. I gave you seven out of eight winners. You put all eight on one ticket. <laughs> gave her seven out of eight locks. And she put them all on one ticket. People so down bad, they trying to hit it today. Yeah. Instead of just like, yo, all you, like Ross say best, all you need is a game. You yeah. need one motherfucking game. That's it. That's all you got to do. Figure out one and bet that bitch and hit it. That's all the fuck you got to do. And if you can do that consistently to where you can hit more than 58%, you will make money. But all of that ticket, par- big 80 picks, and motherfuckers be having the, the shit where it's Embiid to score 25, Harden to score 20, Harden to have eight assists, Maxi to score 15, <laughs> Niang to hit three threes, this person to do it. It'd be like, dog, you waiting on too much, man. Like There's too many variables. This, this, to is, this, is, this is anything. You can't even watch the game. You, you can't even watch the game. You don't even know what the fuck going on. You got to take a nap and just wake up and see if you hit. But that was my pick. I think sportsbooks. No, sportsbook undefeated. That the money they generate at this point from sportsbooks, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yes, yeah, literally printing money. We are a nation of degenerates. A nation of degenerates and losers. Yeah, yeah. Degenerate losers. We like losers on top <laughs> I mean, of our degeneracy. The Powerball be reaching two billion. So Dog. Tell you how, how Dog. People be playing. Dog. Motherfuckers just out here trying to come up on something, anything. But that was my pick. I respect the bad bunny, John. If you want to do two, I'm cool with that. All right, fuck it. Let's do two. We're going to do two. Bad man. Bunny in a, in a world of entertainment deserves it. He smoked shit this He year. smoked shit. You got to give him credit for that. Yeah, Drake making goofy ass albums. Yeah. Somebody asked a question about that on Patreon, too. I want to talk about that. Okay, cool. Have we softened on the honestly, never mind. I got some things to say. All right, well, we going to Patreon. Uh, just a recap. Album of the year is Pusha T. It's almost dry. Verse of the year was Jay-Z God did. The best TRP interview was The Ultimate Hustler with Barb. Chad Man of the Year was Kyrie. Most annoying IG caption, <laughs> you bitches. <laughs> uh, Jay-Z, Pimp C's, We Some Family Man, and we getting this paper award. The sneaker of the year was the Louis Vuitton Air Force One collection. Whack 100 in Charleston. Come on now, though. <laughs> uh, gender reveals and conspiracy theories are what we don't want in 2023. Dama won Best TV Show. Tory Lanez and Meg won the Shaking My Head moment of the year, as if we didn't see that coming. Yeah, that was... <laughs> Kanye West got meltdown of the meltdown award. He, Kanye Life, got the Kanye award. Kanye got the Kanye award. <laughs> Lifetime Finesse award was Big Tobacco, and the MVP of 2022 was Sports Books and Bad Bad Bunny. Got anything else you want to throw out there, man? Speed Bad Bunny. The end of the year. We got through another one. We made it. We made it through another one barely. Barely. <laughs> well, well, we, but made, we made it. Well, we made it. We're limping to the We're finish. Limping to this motherfucker, but we made it. Uh, our live show, we're going to kick off this new year. We got the, the Umar interview. Like I said, we got some other interviews we try and line up. Our live show is January 22nd. Uh, TRPE6.eventbrite.com. Subscribe to the Patreon because in this new year, it's going to be Patreon before anybody Patreon else. or nothing. Yeah. I promise you, I'm not bluffing. Real shit. <laughs> it's going to be Patreon or nothing. Fucks with y'all, man. I'm glad we got through another year of this. Let's run it up for 2023. Um, TRPE. Six ever, I guess. Yeah. We out. Bong. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.